sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming, hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off, clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired, with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot, regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. KKSE. Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Yeah, baby! A lot of football! Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit! And the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. the ball game. Iannetta bidding for a second home run. Came up just a couple of feet short. And the Rockies, a disappointing 4-3 loss to begin this homestand. They dropped to just 7-6 this year against the Padres. Robbie Erlin gets the victory. Tyler Anderson takes the loss. The fifth save for Kirby Yates. The final score, San Diego 4 and the Rockies 3. Man, that was like an April Fool's joke right there. Judging from the uh, the flight of that baseball and the intensity in Drew's voice, I thought it was a tie game after that shot by Chris Iannetta. Not to be, because it falls into the glove of the center fielder, and with that, the Rockies lose at home. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this uh, foggy, very foggy Wednesday morning here in the Mile High City, joined by H.W. Manchester, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O., um, did it look like that ball was gone? Did it look like 4-4 to you guys? Off the bat, it looked like 4-4 to me. The trajectory, it looked a lot like that ball that was hit by the San Diego guy a few innings earlier off Tyler Anderson. It looked like a home run. Yeah, it felt like, and for a moment, it was uh, more Lodo magic. It just mm-hmm. uh, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, but, you know, it's not a football team. It's not every game is that big a deal. We just got to roll with the punches. It's a baseball season. The bigger story was the eighth inning, uh, no pun intended, Trevor story, tough at bat, bases loaded. When they have the bases loaded, yeah. 
Yeah, the the eighth inning was where the game was lost. Mm-hmm. You can argue loaded. you can argue the game was lost in the first inning where they continue to have trouble. Um, and I'm not sure how you fix that. I saw some stat. Listen to this. You tell me how this works because this team is now again. This team is it's certainly not over. 37 games left. I mean, we don't want to go down that road again. But the Rockies' first inning ERA, 7.7, is on pace for the second highest first inning ERA since 1974. Think about that for a second. And this is a team that is 11 games above 500. Their first inning ERA is atrocious. And it continues to dig a hole for this team, one which they could not get out of last night. But what is it with the early starts for this pitching staff? And how do they fix it? I don't know. Those are the, uh, the two great questions. I, I guess, you know, what is causing it? Nobody really knows. Um, how to fix it? Obviously nobody knows. The question though for Bud Black and, uh, and his coaching staff is, what are you doing differently to try to address this? And maybe it's nothing. Maybe they think it's just an aberration and they're just saying, look, uh, it's baseball. It all evens out over 162 games in the next 37 games. You know what? We could put up goose eggs in the first inning and that 1974 ERA record is safe. Maybe. Or they could say, well, we're trying a different approach and we've got a different scouting report and we're warming up less. We're warming up more. I mean, there's any number of different things you could do. Uh, but that's the question. What are you doing to address it, if anything? Uh, and I have not heard an answer from Bud Black and his staff. Was it asked of him? Do you watch the postgame press conference, right, HW? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Has anybody brought that up? Not specifically what they're mm-hmm. doing to work on it. I agree with Manchester. It's a, it's a question I can't answer. It's a question for Bud Black. My goodness, though. If that ball gets out of the park, if Ionetta does get a few more feet on that, we have a completely different narrative this morning. And the narrative is this, this team's never out of the game. Uh, the magic continues. Late inning dramatics. Uh, all not to be, which again, in the grand scheme of things, beating the good teams is easy. Beating the bad teams has proven tough for these Colorado Rockies. The stat that they pulled up after the game, they have a sub 500 record against sub 500 teams. They have a winning record against winning teams. Somebody needs to explain that to me. Because all these idiosyncrasies, all these weird stats that the Rockies have produced, that one is the weirdest. They play to the level of their competition. It's a classic case. Well, and there's only a handful of teams that are below 500 in the National League. So it's for whatever reason, they don't play well against Miami. They always struggle down there. Uh, they don't play well against San Diego. They nearly got no hit by Jordan Lyles in San Diego and, earlier. And mind this you, year. I'm not talking about just sub 500 teams. I'm talking about bad teams. Yeah, because the teams, I mean, they're they're bad. The the National League has a bunch of teams above 500, and then four teams that are just mm-hmm. atrocious, and that's who the Rockies struggle with. And it's been since the beginning of the year. They had a lot of Padres games in that first month, uh, and they weren't off to a hot start because they didn't take care of the Padres. So. You know, we can come in here and congratulate them for the best 46 game stretch in the history of baseball against winning teams. Okay. But then do we not say anything about the fact that they're sub 500 against sub 500 teams? Meanwhile, in the division, you're right. In the division, the Diamondbacks rallied to beat the LA Angels. Well, it wasn't a rally. They scored in the bottom of the ninth off a sack fly to beat the Angels 5-4. So the lead has increased for the Diamondbacks. 
Good news is the Dodgers lost again. Guys, the Dodgers are slowly fading. The Dodgers, I think, have lost confidence. The Dodgers are in a bit of trouble. They lose to St. Louis again. If you look at the standings in the National League, it continues to be tight up and down. Uh, the wild card now, again, the Rockies have time, but they are currently a half game back of the wild card, half game back of Milwaukee. St. Louis is on a roll, man. St. Louis is the best team in the National League right now, of late, the way they've been playing. They are on a roll. So the Dodgers have issues, and other than that, I'm not sure who you're rooting for or against in the National League. Who is going to be the Rockies' main competition for that wild card spot? I think it just you just keep it simple, because otherwise there's too many things to... Uh, to evaluate. It's the same conversation we had down the stretch with the Nuggets of who do you want to lose? Who do you want? Do you want to root against Utah? Do you want to, yeah. oh, they're playing Portland tonight. What do we do? First of all, you just have to take care of business. Just do your thing. And then just pick the team that's ahead of you and that's who you, it, it, follow two teams. Mm-hmm. Arizona needs to lose. The Rockies need to win. That's it. If those two things happen, the Rockies will be fine. Uh, we, we can't get into the algorithm that is well, what happens if St. Louis does this and Milwaukee does that and the Dodgers do this? Well, you can't do that for a month and a half, right? It'll, you it'll you'll drive yourself crazy. So just there's only one thing that matters. You have to win the National League West. Getting a wild card date. We've been down that road last year. That was fun. We got a game. Awesome. HW got to go to Phoenix with his mom. We all had a good time talking about it. I want to say um, I don't want to do that again. I want to say welcome back to Mom Jeans, Mike Evans, over at uh, the other place, who is back on the air today after a couple weeks off with uh, open heart surgery. Never a, uh, it's always a scary thing. Never want to hear one of your buds. He's one of the best in the business. He was back on the air this morning, so I want to welcome him back and say, good to hear your voice again, Mike. Let's get to big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Hit there. Uh-oh, this ball's well hit to left. And Hedges is hitting out. And the Padres go on top four to three. Number ten for Austin Hedges. Now that trajectory of that ball was the exact same as Chris Ionetta's. That was Austin Hedges a few innings earlier who just popped it up. It looked like a huge pop-up, but it made it over the fence. Ionetta's ball was the exact same look. It just fell short, of course, and the Rockies go on to lose 4-3. Bud Black, the big play in the game, and we're going to break this down, I'm sure, during the course of this show. I thought, and a lot of people didn't understand it, I do, just so you know, having DJ LeMahieu bunt, having him put down a bunt in the eighth inning, of course, it didn't lead to anything, but why did he decide to do that? That was me. Well, we wanted to get to we wanted to get uh, runners at third base with less than two outs, you know, with a guy with an all with an all star hitter. You know, obviously we took away Nolan's at bat, another all star, to get you know Trevor up there with the bases loaded uh, and cargo behind him if it didn't work out for Trev. Long story short, if you have Trevor Story with the bat in his hands and the bases loaded and one out, you should be able to win that game. Yeah, the the pretty jarring thing from that bite is that he acknowledged he took the the bat out of Nolan's sure. hand. Um, I appreciate the accountability. Well, if it works, everybody's happy. But it should work. You've got an all-star shortstop at bat with the bases loaded. Just put the ball in play, and it's a tie game. It's the smart baseball play. DJ LeMahieu runs like he's got mud in his shoes. 
So if he grounds into a double play there, first and second, one out, we're all screaming and yelling about how Bud Black should have bunted. <laughs> so they made the right play. They made the smart decision. It's just it didn't work out. But Trevor Story, Carlos Gonzalez coming up with bases loaded, one you out, got, two you outs. Get a run. They got to deliver. You got to get a run. You got to shorten your swing. You got to do whatever you can to get a run there. It's I, the I would agree, but it's still an MVP getting the bat taken out of his hands. Understood. But, yeah. the, but you, you know, listen, I don't dismiss that. But if the player executes then we're not talking about the play. Of course. I think it's on the player. It's the second time in 10 days that Trevor Story has come up in that kind of situation and struck out. Like, you got to put the bat on the ball, and the reality is if Troy Tulowitzki did that, we would all be ripping him. Fellas, why is Chad Kelly getting reps with the first team? Well, it's it's good work for him, but it's really it's really car team. You know, so it's really versus... Uh, versus Washington's defense. But that's always good to be in a huddle with Matt Paradis and DT and those guys because it could happen. You know, as the backup quarterback, you one play from being a starter. So that's always good reps for him to be in a huddle with those those players. Here's what Billy Moose wants out of his backup quarterback. Um, well, the chief job of a backup QB, he's got to be ready at a moment's notice, and he's got to be ready with minimal preparation, um, especially us being a – First-year system, first-year QB, um, our backup quarterback's not going to get a lot of practice plays. He's going to have to be ready to go in and have the uh, offense continue to click along um, even when he doesn't get, you know, really a fair share of uh, reps. You know, so much is made of how players are going to handle the new helmet rule. Well, how do coaches handle it? How do they coach against the new rule? Yeah, I mean, our job is to coach and play by the rules. Um we don't coast to tackle with your head down, uh, you know, but those some of those tackles are being flagged. So the more we see them, the more we can correct what they're calling. Uh, but it's something that everybody's dealing with. That is Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator for your Denver Broncos. I don't know if you guys watched Hard Knocks last night. <laughs> that uh, is that the D line coach. I think it's the O line. Is coach. it the O line coach, yeah. the big old dude with the East Coast accent? Mm-hmm. He delivered the line of the month so far. You gotta hear this. It's outstanding. Talking to his, uh, his team, his players while they were stretching before practice. It was outstanding. That's coming up a little later. Three questions to glory. We're giving away nuggets, jazz tickets. Mm-hmm. They're loading us up early, getting ready for the season. So three questions to glory at 815. We'll talk to former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch at 830. Adam Mars, com at nine. We have a loaded show. We got the piping hot takes. Up next on the Vic Lombardi program. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Josh Dover here, and I wanted to ask you, do you have what it takes to be on TV or on the radio? How about online or a social media influencer? Maybe a YouTube star. The Colorado Media School produces their own original content every week, and they're looking for new talent to be the next stars of their original programs and shows. The Colorado Media School will be hosting casting calls for potential students to be featured in and work hands-on with their production and media professionals. Contact them now, 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070 to set up your casting call to become a media professional today. You can start an original programming airing on multiple platforms or start working on your own show right away. The Colorado Media School makes it easy with everything you need right there in the on-campus studios. What are you waiting for? The time to be a star is now. These casting calls can fill up fast, so don't hesitate to call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. The Colorado Media School, located in Lakewood. 
the skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Gain practical experience with emerging technology and equipment not found in the civilian world. The Army National Guard can get you started in an array of STEM-related career fields such as information technology, communication systems, special forces engineers, technical engineering, air traffic control, and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear science. Get a head start on your career in an exciting new field while earning money to pay for college, all while serving in your own community. Log on to NationalGuard.com or talk to a recruiter in your area to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates. One-on-one guidance guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303 303- Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing Company and the Colorado Rapids. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach for Edgar Castillo! The Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake in the final leg of the Rocky Mountain Cup on August 25th at 7pm at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road in Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Northbound I-25 is slowing anywhere between the Palmer Divide and Larkspur. At one time, the highway was shut down with a rollover accident. All lanes reopen now. This traffic report is brought to you by CC's New Endless Pan Pizzas, now on the buffet. So you have residual slowing on northbound I-25 through that section of Douglas County and some slower traffic downtown now, southbound I-25, I-70 to Spear. Now at CC's New Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet, starting at just $5.99, only at CC's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And it drives his ball deep left, way back. No cutbacks out there, just Rockies fans. And we have a tie ball game. Chris Iannetta with his ninth of the year. 
thought Ionetta was going to do it again in the ninth. Uh, a little bit short. The Rockies end up losing to the Padres uh, 4-3. Padres is a fitting name because it seems like the Rockies Rockies and Padres series is an interesting one. The Padres are their daddies this year. For crying out loud, they go on the road. They beat a hot Atlanta team, four straight in Atlanta, come home. That day off, what is it about baseball and falling out of rhythm, right? We remember in 07 in the World Series when they had eight days off, and it cost them dearly. What's with that extra idle time that hurts you so much in baseball? Uh, I think it's teams that aren't very good. I don't think good teams are affected by these kind of things, right? Like, it goes back to the Broncos last year. Oh, they were rolling. They were 3-1, and one, mm-hmm. and then they had that bye week, and that's what caused them to go on their skit. No, I think they just weren't very good. Uh, I, I don't think, and look, the Rockies are good. It's the most talented team and the most complete team they've ever had. But I, I, I guess I'm just tired of excuses. I don't want to hear, uh, well, the weather threw them off. Um, I'm sorry. Did San Diego mm-hmm. play in sunshine last yeah. night? Cause, or yesterday? Cause I think the weather was the same for both teams. And I don't want to hear that a day off hurt them. I, I, it just, I just don't. I, I'm, I'm not in the mood for excuse making. What's the number one reason the Rockies lost that game last night? Give me one reason. They didn't execute in situational baseball in the eighth inning. Uh, I think the start from Tyler Anderson was underwhelming. I agree with uh, HW on this one. I mean, he rebounded nicely, but the start, uh they've expected better out of the starting pitching, put it that way. And they need to get better. They need to. They can't have that kind of deficit early. He struggled in the first. He struggled in the second. They're playing catch-up the entire game. And I get it. That's been the uh, pattern of late. But for once, you got to get an early lead. But to Manchester's point... They had bases loaded, one out in the eighth. Yeah. Just couldn't, just couldn't tie the game. Oh, so what? You tie the game, you doesn't mean you're going to win it. Three nothing an inning and a half in. Might as well have just gone home. No, I get what you're saying, but it'd be nice to be leading three nothing for I mean, a change. You have an all star and then arguably one of the top five players in franchise history coming up with bases loaded. You would think one of them could get a base hit or put the ball in play. Let's get to our piping hot takes Wednesday morning on the Vic Lombardi show. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's Vic's Hot Take. This is more of a broad-based hot take, but it's funny how we jump to conclusions so often in this work. Um, a couple years ago, you remember what happened in Miami between uh, Richie Incognito and Jonathan Martin. That was more than a couple years ago. It shocked the NFL. Hearing some of the uh, circumstances from that locker room where hazing and bullying took place and Jonathan Martin left the team and Richie Incognito was suspended. Maybe it was just two guys that were deeply troubled that got into it. Maybe it was an issue of coincidence more than anything else. Two dudes who clearly mentally are struggling a bit and they met each other in a locker room randomly in Miami. Because I want you to fast forward years later. Jonathan Martin, just a couple months ago, was arrested on multiple weapons charges in possession by L.A. police carrying a loaded gun, a knife, and an axe when police took him into custody back in February. Officers in Southern California tracked him down after somebody made an emergency call about a suicidal man with a gun. So that's Jonathan Martin. Got some issues there. Now, Richie Incognito, if you haven't heard this story, it's crazy. Back in May, Incognito was taken into custody after allegedly threatening patrons at a Boca Raton gym, throwing weights around, throwing tennis balls at them, yelling at them, just lost his mind. And now earlier this week, at a funeral home in Arizona, arrested again 
when he started threatening to shoot employees of the funeral home. Now, it's a tragic situation. His father passed away. Witnesses at the home told police that Incognito wanted the funeral directors to cut his dad's head off for research purposes. Then Incognito started punching caskets and throwing pamphlets around. He went crazy. So as I look back at that story that unfolded in the NFL and led to a lot of change, maybe it was a case of two troubled guys meeting at the exact same time. Because they're troubled as all get out right now. Rinchy Incognito and Jonathan Martin, my goodness. Best of luck to both of you. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Von Miller is at a crossroads. That's what ESPN's Jeff Legwald dropped this morning. Of course, he's our Altitude 950 insider. It is a fantastic article. Encourage you to read it. He says maybe it was the 5-11 and finish last season, or maybe it was the 10 sacks. Miller's lowest total since his injury shortened 2013 season. Or maybe it's just that Miller has noticed what most players notice at some point, that, quote, time goes fast, things change, and you don't want to say you didn't get everything you could out of it. Leaving a legacy, what guys will say when I walk out of the room, what guys say when I'm done playing, that's the type of stuff that matters to me now. How much can we do as a team? How much can I do to help my team? Great piece, and Vaughn's not wrong. Vaughn's a hero in this town. He helped throw this town a parade. It's one of the best Broncos of all time. But Vaughn Miller at a crossroads. He's got to put this team on his back. Talks about leading more with speeches than, quote, by example. Vaughn's going to try to take this to the next level. We'll see if it works. You know what will be a good indicator of Vaughn taking it to the next level? Will he be deemed a captain on this team? Because if he's not a captain, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, he's your best player. You've got to be a captain. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Speaking of parades, uh, I'm tired of losing. Did you know in the last 15 years, you know how many parades we've thrown in this town? One. One. The big four teams have finished dead last in their league more times than they've won their league, and I'm just tired of it. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of losing. I invest a lot of time. I invest a lot of money. I invest a lot of emotion in these teams. And you know what else I'm tired of? I'm tired of being patient. I'm tired of being told, you know what? It's the long haul. We're building from within. What happened to the teams that I grew up with? What happened to the teams that went and got Ray Bork and Rob Blake? What happened to the teams that traded for Allen Iverson? What happened to the teams that at the trade deadline went and got Brett Saberhagen? What happened to the team that went out and got Peyton Manning, the biggest free agent in the history of the NFL. What happened to those teams? Because you know what happened yesterday? The Cubs, they made a move. They went out and got Daniel Murphy. They're they're looking at their roster saying, hey, we're not scoring enough runs. We need to add some bats. What have the Rockies done? They're, here they are in position to do something they've never done, which is exciting. It's cool. They have a chance to win the division, win the National League West. Heading into yesterday's game, they were half a game out of first place. And what have they done? They went and got Sengwon Oh. Hurry up and buy your jersey, folks. Your O jersey is just waiting for you at the team store. I'm just tired of losing, guys. I'm tired of it. And you know what? I, I, to me, the, the, the way to, to, to get teams to, to push their chips in the middle of the table is not accept mediocrity. So, you know, maybe people don't like when somebody's negative. Maybe people don't like when someone yells and hollers and screams. Okay, then let's just keep going to the stadiums. Let's just keep going to the arenas. And let's just watch mediocrity. Let's just watch a team that's waiting for next year. Sorry, I'm not signing that petition. I'm not in on that one. I'm going to continue to yell and scream when teams don't do what they're supposed to. And that's for every team in this town, whether it's college or pro. So that's the way we need to do things here because I'm tired of, I'm tired of losing. And if you're not tired of losing, then we're just not wired the same way. Doesn't that kind of stuff police itself though? 
I don't know. How's it going to police itself? Well, don't go to the games. Don't okay. watch. Then maybe I won't. That's what I'm saying. So if enough people do that, if there's enough behind that, then change happens. Mm, the problem is these teams are just just interesting enough to get people tantalized to where they're going to go. Right? Like when the when the Nuggets were 11 and 71, people didn't go. When you're winning 46 mm. games, people are going to go. Sure. Um when you're getting the 8th seed in the in in the Western Conference, people are going to go. When you're the last place team in in the NHL, you're not going to go. When you're 4 and 12, 5 and 11, less Bronco fans go. When you're 9 and 7, 7 and 9 and you sign Case Keenum and you give people some sort of false hope, they're going to go. When you're hovering around a wild card spot, people are going to go down to Coors Field. I'm going to ask you, happen. let me ask you a more philosophical question, in all honesty, because I've had this conversation with many people in town. We're in the business of sports, so when the local teams do well, business is good. So mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. I want you to step away from what you do for a living and just think of yourself as just an average Joe. What does winning a championship or being in the championship what does it do for you personally that it means that much to you? It makes you feel good. And you know what? Life is filled with all sorts of mm-hmm. things that don't. So it's something that you can, you can rally behind. You can get, uh, there's some community to it. There's some civic pride to it. Um, there's some things that just add a little bit of positivity to your life. Mm-hmm. But listen, it, here, here's the thing. And I don't mean to be hard on transplants, mm-hmm. but I've been here for 44 years. I've seen when this, this town is demanding. I've seen when this town puts it on, puts teams on notice that you know what? You better make a run at stuff. You remember when the Rockies traded for Brett Saberhagen? I do. Ron Zapolo is going to host with Julie Brownman today. Yeah. I remember where I was when I watched him announce that on the news. Yeah. I remember where I was sitting. How many people in this town remember that? I remember where I was watching my third son be delivered when Peyton Manning was introduced as the Broncos quarterback. How many people in this town remember that? Hell, half of them probably weren't even here. I remember where I was when Allen Iverson was traded to the Nuggets. I remember where I was when Ray Bork and, uh, was acquired and Rob Blake was acquired. I remember what, what happened to teams doing that. Why don't they do that anymore? I remember where I was too, but there are other things that's happened personally with my own kids winning championships that mean more to me than my team's winning championships. Okay, then let's talk about that. No, I mean, I mean, dead serious. It just depends on what you, what, what rolls you, what motivates you. Would you rather win something in the family or would you rather have your favorite team win? All right, so we've, you you know what I'm saying? No, I'm with you and you're, you're right. And here's the thing. We've turned into a town that would rather go drink a craft beer and ride their bike. It's unfortunate, but that's what it is. Fine. So what are we going to do about it? We just going to accept that? Are we going to bang on the table and stand on the mountain and demand that people do something different? Let me ask you a fundamental question. Your kid started playing full contact football. Would you rather have his team win a championship or the Broncos? The Broncos. I'm not going to a parade if my kid, my nine-year-old kid wins a B-team championship. So who cares? See, ask me that same question. I'll now, give you a different playing, answer. If he was playing at Broomfield High School, yeah, yeah I'd rather he win the high school championship. Uh, if he makes it to the Carnation Bowl, yeah. great, but we're not throwing a parade down Midway in Broomfield if he does it. You ever been to a Carnation Bowl? Those are intense. I'm sure they are, yeah. but I just think we have misplaced priorities, and I miss the old Denver. That's my hot take. This 729 30933 is the text line. 30933-303-753-0950. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's altitude 950. Foggy. Foggy and ugly today. We're back after this. 
Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people for a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Hey, car lovers. Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of a pro tour car? A Pro Tour car is the melding of a classic like a 69 Camaro with a totally clean-burning modern engine with new suspension and electronics. The result is an eco-friendly, fast, fun, and reliable car. Let us help you build your dream car. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guests Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. One in seven American men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. For the ninth year, the Blue Shoe Run is raising money for prostate cancer research. So come run, walk around Broncos Stadium on September 8th, and fight prostate cancer. Family and pet friendly and a free after party. Donations benefit cancer research through the TUCC Foundation and the American Cancer Society. Register or donate at theblueshoerun.com. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. Imagine an arts festival where all the art is $100 or less. The 7th Annual Affordable Arts Festival is this Sunday from 9 to 3 on the Arapahoe Community College campus in Littleton. 160 artists from Colorado and the country will sell their art for $100 or less, including several pieces originally priced at $3,000 or more. Plenty of free parking, so come early for the best deals. Admission is $10. Proceeds go to the ACC Foundation for Student Scholarships. For more information, go to Affordable Arts Festival. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, and right now, they're overstocked and need to clear out the lot. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend, and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Titan, just like I did. I-25 to 104th, online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN51699, MSRP 46850 sale price 36850 Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax, title license, and includes 599 Dealer handling fee offer ends 831.18. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident reported now northbound I-25 at Hamden. You can see activity in the right lane. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Southbound I-25 slowing I-70 through to past 20th and a stall off to the shoulder or right around Yale. Watch for Curiosity slowing. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. We've uh, had a lot of really good wins late in the game lately. You know, I know we had complete confidence we were going to come back, and it just didn't happen. You know, maybe it's these days. The day after the Rockies were eliminated last year, Remember when they lost to the Diamondbacks in Arizona? Remember what it looked like outside? It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. Do you remember that day? <laughs> you remember that day, James, don't you? I do. It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. I was, I was running on about two hours yeah. of sleep, remember? How does it look today? I just took a flight home from Phoenix. <laughs> it looks maybe about the, the same. Maybe the weather jacks with you. You know what I don't get either? And Just to go back to my hot take. Yeah. If the day after that game... You didn't feel gloomy and crappy? I don't get you. You know what? What am I missing? Well, here's, here's, here's the difference. I, and I think you and I are fundamentally wired the same way, but the difference is you have to learn when to wash it off. If you carry that for too long, then I, I worry about you. I know, but I told you that day, and this came to fruition. I yeah. said, dude, once the World Series is over, give me a month, mm-hmm. and I'll be fine. I'll look back at the Rocky season at that point and go, hey, that was fun. Yeah. I just didn't want to do it the day after. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, once the Astros beat the Dodgers in Game 7, I looked back and said, that was a nice step. Sure, It was good. I enjoyed that. I didn't want to do it the day after. I didn't want to do it after I invested four hours and was on this emotional roller coaster after HW invested a day flying down there, and Lord only knows how much money, and here, ah, it's okay. They tried hard. I, I, I I'm just, I'm not Timmy Tryhard guy. I'm not. I get it. I get it. But at some point you have to sort of make a distinction of, all right, I'm, I'm upset. It's over. Let's move on. That's all I'm telling you. Okay. Like but- last night, last night, I was upset too. But guess what? I went, went right to sleep and I woke up this morning and said, oh, that sucked. I'm more upset this morning that the Cubs acquired Daniel Murphy than I am that the Rockies yeah, but lost. No, but I, I had no expectations of the of the Rockies acquiring well, Daniel Murphy. That's where, the where are they going to put Daniel Murphy? I don't know. I don't need Daniel Murphy. You don't need Daniel Murphy, but no. could you use a catcher? Yeah. Could yeah. you use, uh I don't know, another arm in the bullpen? Could you use, I don't know, a guy that if you have a one-game playoff, you want him on the hill? Yeah. You, you would want these things. Again, I want to know where the Denver I grew up in, where did it go? Where is it? Is it just is it just drowning in the in the craft breweries and the dispensaries that are on every corner? What what happened? Why? Why are we all so nice? Well, why don't we have a why don't know, we have a backbone? Anymore? We should we should have Travis Heath in here for this one, the uh, resident psychologist who joins us every Thursday at nine thirty. Uh, there's something to be said about that when when you don't have a history here and you haven't you haven't braved the bad and enjoyed the good over the years, your tune changes. Because most people that live here now, they're they're not rooted here. They're rooted somewhere else. So they don't carry the same baggage. Yeah, but do you know how to get them over to your teams and get them it, to spend money? It doesn't, Win, it doesn't happen. But I'm just saying it doesn't happen overnight. I cannot expect a transplant 
to react the same way I do to a Bronco or Rockies loss. I can't. Okay. But and I can't. And to ask that is asking, I think you're being foolish to ask that. How many people who are sitting in the stands at Oracle Arena for a Warriors game mm-hmm. were born and raised in Oakland, yeah, California? Yeah, you know how that works. They're fans there because they're winning. Right. If the Golden State Warriors were a middling team, they wouldn't be there. Right. That's, but how many of those fans know who Baron Davis is? That's what I'm saying. That's, you know. that's sports everywhere, guys. Everywhere. You could say that about every market. Okay, but now we're having the chicken or the egg conversation, right? What's more important, winning first or getting the fans first and being nice? Like I, I'm kind of with Manchester. I think if you win, the transplants will like your team, spend money, yeah. and everyone will get it's rich. It's a great sports market, man. We we support every pro sport franchise that exists. We do. But I, I think Manchester's point is... It was a better sports market in 1997. What did the Rockies do yesterday while the Nationals had their fire sale? When the Sporting News named it mm-hmm. the top sports city in America yeah. in 1997, right. it was a You're, better sports team. Tell city. me something I don't know. It was a better football team when Manning and Elway were here. Yeah, okay. I get it. But so why, you can't have that all the time. You have to – remember my whole – I push you. You have to suffer a little bit. Okay, well, I'm, here's my hot take. I'm tired of suffering. Okay. I'm tired of it. I, I, I've been suffering with the Nuggets for 44 years. I've been suffering with the Avs since 2001. The Broncos. Can you imagine not, being a Cleveland Browns fan? For, yeah, and you know what? I bet you they're not happy. I bet you they're not. Mm-hmm. I bet you they don't just go, well, you know what? We're trying hard. We're, we're really trying hard, and this is going to be our year. I'm all for hope. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a bigger fan than anybody listening to this to this station. I am. I suffer just like they do, and I want them to win. That's why I get so passionate about it. I want this team to win. By the way, and the Outlaws won a championship, so when you asked when the last parade came around, we should have had one this week. They just won a championship. And it forces me to look at, well, what are they doing to, what are they doing to satisfy mm-hmm. me? When are they pushing the chips into the middle of the table? And I'm going to just ask the question of why aren't they doing it? Why? From the text line, 30933 is our text number, 30933. If Vic holds the record for longest question, Manchester just set the record for longest hot take. I don't think it's my longest hot take in the last. No, you two had weeks. one the other day. Uh, let's see, more more text coming in. Manchester, you are essentially Joel Austin of Sports Talk Truth Proverbs. I'm tired of losing from Ryan. Not sure what what the reference in Proverbs <sighs> kind is of there. Backhanded compliment, but, uh, I'll, but I'll take it. Thank you. Longing for the old Denver. Welcome to California. Is the way this guy spelled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin says we started handing out participation participation medals and telling the losers that it's okay because that's how we are wired here now. That's what has happened to this town. You know, I hate losing more than anybody, but I don't think it's I don't think teams lose purposely because we're wired that way. I don't think we we have anything to do with how teams perform. When I say we collectively as a fan base, we. Don't have anything to do with how the Rockies lost that game last night. Okay, let me ask you this. If we didn't draw three million people to Coors Field don't every go to year... The, that's my reaction. If you don't like it, don't go to the game. Okay, then then I won't. Fine. But I, 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 be, don't know, I don't know what solution. else to say. The I, reason they haven't won a championship in more than a quarter... A division championship in more than a quarter century mm-hmm. is there's, there's no impetus to. People still go. They still draw two and a half, three million and guess people. guess what? Guess what? We're still going to watch tonight's game. I know. We are. So there's no impetus to do it. There isn't. Uh, are you going to watch the Broncos? The are you going to watch the Broncos home opener? Why is Alabama good at football? Because Nick Saban changed everything. They went through 10 okay. years of misery. Because they're willing to spend $10 million a year to have Nick yeah. Saban as their head coach. Yeah, and because they, people support it because people exactly demand right. it. When they, when they're not winning, they fire people. Why are the St. Louis Cardinals hot? But, 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 Why are they hot right but now? But you're talking about specific teams that get good at certain... Every team's gotten good at some point. Now, 
Can you withstand that? Can no, you I'm, survive that? Can you? I'm picking two teams that are perennially good. Sure. The St. Louis Cardinals didn't accept the fact that, you know what? We're not, we're having a bad year and they fired their manager and now they're the hottest team in baseball. That's what teams that have a fire under their butt do. You know what teams that don't have a fire under their butt do? They go acquire Singwon O. Uh, love the hot take, James. Thank you for saying it. A lot of us feel the same way about teams. The acceptance of just getting by to bring in enough isn't enjoyable anymore. That's from Adam. Um, listen, you can approach this any way you please. For me, I changed, man. I used to be like you. I used to like take this stuff personally if my team's lost. I don't know why I, I treat it differently. Maybe I'm immune to it. I'm mad. I'm still mad, but I wash it off, bro. I do. Dude, I don't think, I don't think that's true. I've done enough of these shows the morning after the Nuggets lost to know you don't wash it off. Well, I'll give you an example. Today, when I started my day, yeah, okay, so the Rockies lost last night. That's not what I'm concerned about today. That's not the the thing that drives me. That's not, it's not what makes me mad. There's a lot of other things that work probably, but the Rockies losing is not number one on my list. Well, when did you change, Vic? I don't know. Well, there's got to be some sort of line in the sand because I've watched you and listened to you in sure. this town for a long time, my whole life. I'm and still right. passionate. Used to be that guy. I'm still passionate, but I'm, I'm not going to take you're not it passionate, personally. But when I listened to you on the radio yeah. ten years ago, you were that guy. But, but what do you want me to do? Is what I'm saying. I'm just asking you an honest question of what, what when and why. Did what it do change? you want fans to do? Did your what, kids getting older make a change? What do you want fans to do? Be more demanding, and you can be more demanding in a lot of ways. Right. How? You can scream and yell and boo, mm-hmm. right? But not in this town. If you boo Ian Desmond when he's making $20 million and he's hitting a buck 80, you're just over the line. When you boo Paxton Lynch, who's a first round pick and he can't beat out seventh rounders and guys who are undrafted free agents, you get, you're over the line. You can be more demanding vocally and you can be more demanding with your pocketbook. That's what you need to be more demanding with. Or you know what? Don't watch it. Don't watch AT&T Sportsnet. Don't watch, uh, watch Hard Knocks last night. There are any number of ways fans can vote. But I'm not just going to sit here and say, hey, we can't do anything about it. Mm. Well, why do they make moves in St. Louis? Because it's a baseball town. They don't make moves in St. Louis because the fans are demanding. I mean, I, I, I fundamentally okay. disagree with you on that. Okay. I, I fundamentally, I mean, fine. fans have nothing to do with wins and losses. I tell you what has everything. Go to Miami and go to a Marlins game. Go to a Marlins game. There are four people in the stands. Does it have anything to do with wins and losses? No. They, it, it's a cycle. Every 10 years, they get good, and then they tear it down. The Yankees, do you think their fans are demanding? Yeah. Okay. And you know what? They're pretty damn good every but single you know, year. You know who else? Steinbrenner was demanding for 35 years. You know, it's just the way it is, man. I, I We need Dr. Travis Heath today is what we need. Coming up a little later, we have a couple calls as well. If you want to call the show, 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950. 744 Vic Lombardi Show. A little later, Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher, will join us. Adam Morris at 9 o'clock. The NFL season is upon us. The rosters are taking shape. The schedule is set. Now, if we can only figure out... The rules. I don't think the refs know what they're doing here. Nobody's going to know what is and is not a legal tackle. It's not working. Why are they doing this? Because it's player safety and they're they're covering their you-know-what. All designed to make the players safer. I don't care if the game is safe. And you know what? The guys who play, I don't think they care. Follow the debate on Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. 
The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a thousand vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach from My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, hundreds of hail damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming, hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off, clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired, with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family's committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot, regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Are you tired of waking up and going to a job you hate? Most people spend their entire lives doing that. This doesn't have to be you. Look at me. I get paid to talk about sports on the radio. I love my job. I get to meet athletes, cover games, create content, and make a change in the community. If you want to do what I do, listen up. Colorado Media School offers an eight-month course where you'll learn all aspects of radio and television. Whether you want to be a radio or TV host, YouTube content creator, drone operator, board operator, promotions director, social media manager, you name it. If it has to do with media, the Colorado Media School will teach you and help you find a job once you graduate. Call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School offers financial aid for those who qualify, and you can graduate in just eight months. You can be working on air like me in less than a year. Call Colorado Media School now because classes fill fast. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. And tell them Josh Dover sent you. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing Company and the Colorado Rapids. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach for Edgar Castillo! The Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake in the final leg of the Rocky Mountain Cup on August 25th at 7pm at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Ranch and Home in Fort Collins and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road in Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. 
Altitude 950 traffic update. Presented by East Radon. Slow traffic, stop and go southbound I-25 Broadway to past Yale. There was a stall right around Yale. Looks like it's off to the shoulder now. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Westbound C-470 jamming bowls through to Morrison Road. And eastbound I-70 slowing Federal to Brighton Boulevard. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New sequel, Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 2-2 to Hedges. Fly ball to left field, struck pretty well. David Dahl going back onto the track at the wall. He leaps and it's gone. Home run for Austin Hedges to put the Padres back on top 4-3. to His 10th home run of the year. And San Diego with the lead again. You got the Vic Lombardi show the day after a Rockies loss. I didn't realize it would be uh, this tone the day after a Rockies loss, considering they've won eight of the last ten. But uh, Manchester's not happy. I'm just tired of losing. That was my hot take. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to to bang that drum. Now they lost and, one game. And maybe and I'm not talking about last night. I'm talking yeah. about overall. overall. Uh, you know, and I, I asked you guys this in the break. When's the last time a coach in this town was fired in the middle of a season? McDaniels. Okay, so that was what, 2011? 2010. Mm-hmm. So it was 2010. Clint Hurdle was fired in 2009, mere 18 months after taking her team to a World Series. But that, then you assume that just coaching changes solves everything. No, I, I, I don't. I'm not saying that solves everything. For every coach that gets fired midseason and mm-hmm. it, it ignites them like the Cardinals, there's probably four where it makes no change at all. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't. I don't think it's the the cure-all by any means. My point is there's a a pressure, there's a sense of urgency, there's a a flame under the old behind that are getting people to make those kind of decisions. And you don't think it has anything to do with fans or media or anybody. It it just has to do with the team. I think it has to to do with if you're a demanding fan base and you're a demanding media market, teams react to that. If you're not... They don't. But what yep. is demanding? I guess my definition of demanding is different than yours. I think demanding is the bottom line. If you don't like it, don't go. Don't watch. Don't buy the product. Okay. I, I, maybe. Maybe. I, I, were people just not watching in St. Louis this year? Well, they're not watching in Miami. Derek Jeter's learning firsthand what it's costing right. them. And they're terrible. Exactly. I don't know why Miami so now they is have a, a, an because, example. Because they have a motivation to get better. Their motivation is they need to sell tickets. They need to do things to get better. Couple That's on. the motivation. I was in Arizona for years, for years, when they couldn't get anybody to go to the games. They got better, and now now they're selling tickets like hotcakes. Now the Arizona Cardinals, the football team, is the most popular team in town, more so than the Suns. couple on they the text learned. line we missed real quick. Pablo and Brian Shaw. Yeah, Brian Shaw was, was let go midseason, so it was Pablo by Melvin Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me read a couple of these texts. We have some phone calls. Love it when we get phone calls. 303-753-0950. Um, here's one that is going to fight you on that subject matter. 0283. You say in one, in one respect, mediocrity is unacceptable. And then you say Paxton Lynch should start for the Broncos. How can you say both? I, I don't know how many times I have to have my Paxton Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, take repeated, but I will do it again. My Paxton Lynch take was 
I never said he was going to be a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. I said prior to the 2016 season and prior to the 27 season that Trevor Simeon was never going to be. They were never going to go anywhere with him. It was a road to nowhere to play him, and you'd be better off to play your first-round pick and see what you had and get him some experience. I think based on the fact that they went 9-7 and seven and 5-11, and 11, that proved to be true because here we are in year three, and we still don't know anything about Paxton Lynch, and Trevor Simeon is now a backup in Minnesota. So, again, I've never said he's great. I never said he should be the starter over Case Keenum. Not once, not a single time, and I'll continue to calmly repeat it until people understand my point. Let's go to the hotline and uh, welcome in a caller who calls himself Lunchbox. What's up, Lunchbox? Morning, fellas. Morning. How are you? All right. Hey, man, Chester, man. I'm a 40-year-old native, grew up in the South Stands. I was in the South Stands last uh, Saturday night. Most people around me were booing. I wasn't. But the conversation wasn't about how bad Paxton Lynch sucks. It was about Elway. I think that the fans have called to the shows. They're, they were sick of all his project draft picks, and people are speaking up. So I think you're kind of contradicting yourself. When people are booing and speaking up, and then you're like, oh, you can't boo, you can't boo your own team. All right, I will hang up and uh, let you guys simmer on that. Thanks, Lunchbox. Appreciate it. Did I ever say you can't boo? Yeah, you never said that. Not one time. Yeah. I'm a I'm a big proponent of booing. Exactly. I, I, I you think, booed Bud Black last year. You know why Josh McDaniels and, and Vic, this, this is going to go contrary to what you say in mm. terms of the fans and the media have no impact. Yeah. You know when Josh McDaniels got fired? When fans stop going to games. Correct. And when, that's, that's the only impact we have. That's, when, all, that's all I'm telling you. Talking about it and griping about it and bitching about it, that ain't going to do anything. No, that's going to rally the troops. No, no. When you affect business is how you rally the troops. Right. I'm rallying the troops. The people in this town need to collectively stop putting up with mediocrity. But Pat Bolden looked around in the second mm-hmm. half of a game against the Chargers when the Broncos were getting blown out and the stadium's half full and nobody's buying beer mm-hmm. and nobody's buying hot dogs. And the people who were still there were booing them off the field. And he said, I got to do something different. That's how you impact change. And whether it's on Twitter or whether it's on the radio or whether I'm standing on a corner with a sign, you have to rally the Mm. troops. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to rally the troops to stop accepting mediocrity. I've figured something about you, though. Losing hurts you more than winning helps you, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, and, and I know people, I'm wired that way too. I wash off a win pretty quick. 1508 writes in, if you're so tired of losing, what, what do you expect? The Rockies to go 162 and 0? I'm frustrated too by the play of their, uh, by the way they play to their opponent's level. But before yesterday, they just won five of six on the road. Okay. So again, I, it's, I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day and mm-hmm. I'll repeat myself. I'm not angry this morning that they lost yesterday four to three. I don't expect them to go 162 and 0. I don't expect them to even beat bad teams like the Padres every time. I'm upset this morning because I pick up the paper and the Chicago Cubs pushed chips into the middle of the table and went and got Daniel Murphy. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Dodgers went and got Manny Machado. Uh, the Houston Astros last year went and got Justin Verlander. This is the second straight year that the Rockies have been in the race at the trade deadline and they've got Jonathan Lucroy, Pat Neshack last year and they got Sengwon O this year. Yeah. Sorry, that doesn't excite me. What about all the other teams that didn't do anything at the deadline either? And some of those teams I don't probably pay emerged. for tickets to go watch those yeah. teams play. 9009 writes in, and this is pointed toward me. Vic, as you've always pointed out, sports is a business. If sports are the business and they're supplying the product, then we as the fans are the clients. And you know as well as I do that if enough people complain, there's going to be changes made based on those complaints. Or they're going to be forced to make decisions and maybe they did not want to make. Example. 
would it be if Mr. Elway said Paxton going to start week one? What do you think would happen if Paxton Lynch started week one? There'd be fire in the streets. Paxton would not be starting week one. I'm here to tell you, texter, put your name at the end of the text, please. I appreciate it. That way I can refer to you by name. If if that's a decision they made, there would not be fire in the streets. Nothing we do or say would change that. The only change would come in the business of the sport. That's the only, ch- that's what causes change. Not what we say or we do or we clamor. What I say to this microphone, what James says, what you say at the game, it doesn't change anything. I think we think too highly of ourselves if that's the case. I've told you that before. I've had this speech with you. I can talk about it until I'm blue in the face. Not going to change anything. Then let's just bring Bo over here. Well, again, we and, go down this and road. put on some records and this call is, it good. This is our therapy. This is an outlet. This is why it exists. This is why we have our jobs. But to think that by me speaking into this microphone or you, that that's going to cause change, that ain't happening. Well, okay. I, I, I just fundamentally disagree. I think the collective us, the collective you, the royal you can get things done. And I think it impacts teams in other markets. I think it causes people uh, to say, hey, we got to do something here because guys on the radio and columnists in the newspaper and fans at the game are demanding we do something. They're demanding change. If nobody's being demanding of you and nobody's holding you accountable and nobody's holding your feet to the fire, why on earth would you do anything? Nash on the text line, locked and loaded. I stand behind Manchester's army against Denver sports mediocrity. Tired of it. <laughs> What about Lunchbox's point that the conversation in the South stands was about Elway? I think I find I that interesting. Your reaction to that. I, I, that's not what I heard when I was at the game. I heard a lot of you know, let, let's rip on Paxton Lynch. Oh no, there's a there's there's stuff bubbling over. The the anti Elway as GM crowd is growing. Trust me, I've heard it myself. I mean, he's the guy who decided he would rather have Menelik Watson and Tremaine Brock than Akib Talib. He's the guy who made that decision. Right, he's the guy who last year tried to patch the offensive line with Ron Leary and Menelik Watson. This year it's Jared Valdir. The year before it was Russell Okung and whoever in the heck it was. Year after year after year, he continues to try and patch things and they don't work. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to continue to get in a boat that continually is repaired by a guy who doesn't fix it right. If you took your car into the auto shop and every time you took it out, it still had the same problem, would you find a new auto shop? Or would you just continue to drive it and gleefully just assume everything's going to be fine? Yeah, well, that, that's, the brakes now work. Well, see, that's that you just proved my point. You can take your money wherever you want to take it. Go to the play on Wednesday nights. Don't you go to the play? Here's what I'd rather do. But though, don't Vic. you go to the no, play? No, no. But see, that I, I disagree with your argument. Your argument is that I just shouldn't go. I don't want to go. I'm not, not saying go. you shouldn't go. I'm not saying you should. But the only thing that will cause change is money. That's it. No. That's I, it. I disagree. It, th- these, these franchises aren't here to please James Merrillat or here, Vic Lombardi. They're not here to make sure that you guys are happy. They're here to make sure the fans are happy. That's, and I'm and, in and, that group. And they're, and when the fans are happy, the fans spend money. It's business 101, my friend. Okay. So why did they get rid of Jose Reyes? Jose Reyes was a different case because they knew that the bottom line, it would cost them in the bottom line there. Do you think Eventually. the Broncos would have made a different decision with Vance Joseph if people griped and complained about his off-field antics? Well, clearly the Broncos weren't happy with last year, otherwise they would have fired him. There was money at stake too, his contract. I just, I, I think you're, listen, I've never said that I can make yeah. that impact. Not one time. So I don't want to be painted with that egotistical, arrogant brush. No, it's I've not about you, that. it's about us. I think us as a fan base, 
us as a community, us as a collective group who want yeah. these teams to do well can impact change. If my, to me saying, well, just don't go. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't want to deprive myself of going to Coors Field with my kids. I would like the option shouldn't be watch mediocrity or don't go. I want option three. I want to go and watch a good mm-hmm. team. I want option three. But we live in a town yeah. that now has, you have two options. Either eat at Sizzler or don't eat. Well, this take is best if we got to hit the break. Chris says, Vic, you're wrong. The Northeast media would absolutely affect change and pressure those franchises. Guess what, Chris? We don't live in the Northeast. And you're, you raise, I don't want to live in the Northeast. Okay. I don't want to live in, Philly. you know what? I don't want to live in New York. Would you I don't like, want to. I don't want to live in Boston. Would you like to be a Boston sports fan? Sure, but I don't want to live there. I don't like, I don't like right. ugly people. So fine. If, if you, they're ugly toward everybody. If, if you just. Walk the streets, walk the streets of New York and see how they greet you. I don't want that. I've walked the streets of New York and I've walked around with a map and I was obviously a tourist who was lost yeah. and the number of people who stopped to help me outnumbers the number of people who would stop on 16th Street Mall. Yeah. They would. They get a bad rap. But you know what? It, 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 because we live in a town where if you have any kind of intensity, if you have any kind of fire, I'm intense. You're ugly. I'm intense. Okay. I'm competitive. All right. But I also I guess, know where guess, we live. I guess I'm ugly. No, All but right. I also know where we live. And and at some point, you, you have to understand it is what it is. Dumb. This is not our town anymore, James. This ugly. is not. This is not our town. Okay. Well, I'm going to take not it. what Denver was twenty I'm years ago. I'm going to take it back. I'm taking it back. <laughs> no, you can get on board and and be and be with me as I take back my town. It's eight oh two. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude nine fifty. Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at seven o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jason Hirsch at 8.30, a uh, couple texts coming in. Maybe it's the way the Rockies lost. Maybe that's what drew your ire. Uh, 6013 says, if the Rockies had lost 14-3, it wouldn't have affected me one bit. It's the way they lost 4-3. Now I'm ticked off. HW, just to see if I'm if this thing's actually on. I'm just reading texts, bro. Mm-hmm. What am I upset about this morning? That the Nationals had a fire sale yesterday and the Rockies seemingly weren't involved. Okay. I, I, look, they lost four to three. It was disappointing. They had a chance to win it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it would have been nice to win. I'm not upset that the Rockies lost last night. I'm upset that we've become a town that are, we're willing to accept mediocrity. We're not upset when our team doesn't push their chips to the middle of the table. Where, where's, where's the franchise that acquired Brett Saberhagen, a former Cy Young winner at the trade deadline? Where's that team? And look, that team didn't win the World Series, but it gave me hope. It, you know what it told me? It told me that the Rockies cared as much about winning as I did. That's what makes yeah. me mad is when I feel like I care more than the players or the front office or the coaches or whatever. Why do I get upset when they post their menu when they're flying home after they lose a series? Because it says to me, the message to me is we don't care that we lost. We're still going to our next cushy destination, eating our filet mignon, and all is good. I don't want that message. I want you to care as much as I care. I'm going to poke the bear a little bit, so please excuse me. On the text line. James, just moved to Boston. Problem solved. We all win. 
I mean, if you can't beat them, join them. I guess I would, I would prefer to make my town and a place I've been for 44 years better. Um, somebody says here the do weather. You wanna, do you want to live in Atlanta? That's a crappy sports market. Mm. Do you want to live there? I lived in Phoenix. Again, I lived in Phoenix for three years when, uh, the Cardinals didn't draw at all except for Cowboys games and it was all the Phoenix Suns and that's it. That, that market's changed considerably since then. But I've lived in, in subpar sports towns. And having lived in the desert, literally the desert, and moved back to Denver, man, I I can't tell you how happy I am being back home again with a town that supports four teams. Do I want them to all win at all times? Yes. Yes. It's a good sports town. I'm, and maybe I just need to gain a new appreciation for craft brews, purple haze buds, and a ride-up lookout mountain. Apparently, because that's what everybody here cares about. I hate craft brews. They don't, they don't care about whether or not their team's are all in. They don't. You're right. It's changed. Okay. And that doesn't make me happy. I'm, I'm calmly expressing yeah. my discontent with that situation. Let's go to the like phone that. lines. Uh, Tom. Tom is on uh, the Vic Lombardi show this morning. Tom, how are you? 303-753-0950 is the number. Tom, how you doing, buddy? How are we doing, Vic? Good, so thanks. I've only been here for 14 years. I pretty much only really follow baseball. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this, and you guys are the exception. I will give you this. But part of the reason that there's no that there's mediocrity is because, with the exception of you guys, basically, and your station, and even that varies. Ninety-eight percent of this media is more interested who's going to be the third-string nickelback on the Broncos than what the Rockies, the Nuggets, or the Avs are doing. Well, so, I guarantee you that, one Tom. You, one of the things you talk about, and I understand it's a Broncos town, it's a football town. I get it. Blah blah blah. Okay, but when there's 20 hours of radio time spent in June on if the Broncos should have picked this kicker instead of this backup linebacker in the sixth round, then why would any of these teams feel like they're being held accountable? You don't ever talk, nobody ever talks about them. So that's it. You want to talk about what these other cities do and, and this city can do it. It's like, fine. Yeah. Talk about them. When it's nugget season, talk about the nuggets. You know, in March, instead of having, oh, we're having 24 straight hours of draft talk that's coming up in two and a half hours, you know, or two and a half months or whatever. So when nobody talks about them, there's three stations in this town that talk about the Broncos 24 hours. Tom, Tom, let me ask you a question. Tom, let me stop you. Why do you think they do that? Why? Give me, give me the reason why. Well, I understand it's a business, but okay. All right. So why, so why do they, why do they specifically talk about one subject matter? Because they want to? I know the hosts on those other stations. I, they're my friends. Why do you think they do it? Well, I'm sure that they think that there's ratings involved. And if there's ratings involved, there's what? If there's ratings, there's what? I understand there's money, but I'm just saying then you've cre- okay, so now is it, is it the cart before the horse or the horse before I'm the cart? I'm just, part? I'm just, you know? I'm trying to calmly tell you what I'm telling Manchester. I, okay, it's all about the money, that. man. It's, it's about the money. I'm just, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is, for Manchester's fate, that's why. Hey, Tom. Because there's there's nobody there that to be held accountable, and there's nobody there holding them accountable, with rare exception. So guess what? If they don't make a move at the trade deadline, it's not even a blip. It's not. And Tom, Tom, you're 100% you know, correct. The Tom, reason Mike Matheny got fired is because people on St. Louis Sports Talk talk and yeah. complain about the you're fact right. that the Cardinals are underachieving. The, the reason the manager is not back in Boston is because they were just railed on him for a year and a half. Yes, Tom is and preaching the truth. You are preaching the truth, and thanks for the call, because everything you said is right. And I'll give you an example of this. I'll give you a classic example. Yesterday, the Broncos held practice. 
It was a Tuesday. Who do you think had more media members? The Broncos' random practice or the Rockies back from an extraordinary road trip where they won five of six? Who do you think had more members of the media? The Broncos, but here's where you contradict yourself. We had this argument about the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was saying, hey, the hedge fund people, it's a business. They can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And you went off on this tirade about how it's, no, it's a civic duty. They need to provide news and they need to cover. Well, then maybe when you own a, when you own a a, a radio station, there's a civic duty to actually cover all the teams and not just one. Sure. Because if, if there's more money in the news of covering nothing but Mm -hmm. cats in trees, should they not cover political Mm -hmm. scandals? Now you're talking, now you're going down the line. What is journalism? Now, Now that's a completely different argument. What is journalism? What, what we do is in journalism. This is business. This is, we're not, this is not a civic duty. When you broke that Peyton Manning was coming to the Broncos, was that journalism? I worked for Channel 4 then. That was a different, that was a different life. Okay. That was a completely different life. Listen, I get it that it's all about money, but if, 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 if anybody in this town really yeah. thinks that station gets ratings because all they talk about is Broncos, you know, and I know they're, they're delusional. But, but I want to go back to today. Sports talk in Denver, Colorado today should be all about how the eighth inning didn't work out and the Broncos, the Broncos didn't make news yesterday. There was no news, no news. We're going to talk about what the Rockies did in the eighth inning last night and the, and the poor start by Tyler Anderson. Okay. If that's what everybody wants to talk about. So if we spend two hours talking about that subject matter, are we going to be the highest rated radio show in town? I'm just curious. No, but over time you would over time you would. According up, to Tom, that's what we need, though. But according to Tom, need. it's what people want. It's what people want. It needs to be delivered to them. Yeah. Most people in this town, based on the pulse that I get, don't want to talk about who the Broncos are going to draft in March. They don't. They don't want to have a former fantasy football winner tell them about three technique in May. They don't. <sighs> they don't. But if that's all you give them, you know, it, it, what, what else are they going to consume yeah. if that's all you get them? But you're right, Vic. There was major storylines from that game last night. You know and what? they were the eighth inning and well, the start. I'm going to agree with you on this. I don't need somebody that's not from here, that doesn't appreciate the history from here, come in here and tell me what's important. Well, let me tell because you. I know what's important. There's a lot of towns in Texas where the, the top-selling restaurant in town is Whataburger. That ain't because Whataburger makes a great freaking burger. It's because it's the only freaking option in town. Interesting conversation this morning. Wish I could tell you where I want to go with this, but I don't know. We are going to give away tickets up next. We have an opportunity for you to go to the Nuggets Jazz game. When is this game? It's in early November. Okay. November 3rd, but you know what? Let's get excited for Nuggets season. It's just So here's how we're going to do it. If you've listened to the show, three questions to glory. You call the show. Thanks for those phone calls, by the way. You call the show, 303-753-0950. We ask you three questions off the top of our heads regarding whatever topic you please. If you get all three right, you're going to the game. It's the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Money! Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. 
Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Studies show your indoor air quality is worse today than ever, but it's easy to test and affordable to fix. You need to test for radon. Fix it if you have it and filter the air you breathe. Give your immune system a break and protect it from the radiation from radon and indoor air pollutants that cause allergies, asthma, COPD, and other lung problems. Better air for better health. Race to AceRadon.com. Improve the likelihood of a longer and healthier life. Tell us you heard Jeff on the radio for fantastic discounts and flexible payment plans. Start breathing in clean indoor air. Race to AceRadon.com. As a Colorado, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and i'd call that a big win and you will too so when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose american financing they have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees call 303-695-7000 or go online at americanfinancing.net and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing Company and the Colorado Rapids. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach from Edgar Castillo! The Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake in the final leg of the Rocky Mountain Cup on August 25th at 7pm at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about. Out at shopmini.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Very slow speeds if you're traveling northbound I-25 anywhere between Castle Pines Parkway and Hamden, southbound I-25 from Broadway to Yale. This traffic report is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Expect delay C-470 westbound making your way between before bowls to past 285. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Z Equal pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, Kyle Keefe called in. He said he wants us to play some Horace Ramy at some point, just to lighten the mood. Do we have that Horace Ramy? We have it dialed up yesterday from uh, the Chad Braun. Wait, we had. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it in the okay. 915 Good. segment. Good. We'll get to that. Um, oh, thank you to Patrick Smythe, by the way. He brought that up. He just tweeted, great sit-down interview by Vic Lombardi with Case Keenum talking football family and the quarterback's path to join the Broncos. I'm going to go ahead and retweet that. Am I allowed to retweet that? I just did. 
So thank you. Who are you asking? I'm asking James. I'm asking James if I'm allowed to retweet that. I have zero say in that matter. (laughs) 303-753-0950 is the phone number. 303-753-0950. We're going to give away a pair of Nuggets tickets, okay? Uh, Nuggets Jazz. If you want giveaways, the one thing, I've worked for a lot of radio stations. I've never worked for one that's given away as many tickets as we have over the course of the last couple of years. That's a, that's a fact. So if you want tickets, free tickets, listen to the show and play the game. We're going to do it right now. 303-753-0950. Call the hotline. Get in line. We're going to play three questions to glory. Any sport. Jokic for three. Got it. Nothing but net. Any team. He scores. Nathan McKinnon. Any era. And Elway going for the bomb right at the outset. Goes caught by McKeel. Touchdown. But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory. All right, it's pretty simple. Uh, you call the show. You pick the topic, the subject. We ask you three questions off the top of our heads. Not allowed to use the Google later. We ask you three questions. If you get all three right, try and make it reasonable, then you win the tickets. 303-753-0950 is the phone number. Let me pull up. What's this thing called on my, on my computer? VX producer? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I'm pulling that up right now so that I can go in tune here with uh, what Jesse's got on there. We're going to start with Travis. Travis, you're first in line on the Vic Lombardi show. How are you? Pretty good in yourself. Thanks for listening to the show. We're great. Uh, what is the sports topic you want? Oh, we'll do basketball, Nuggets. Nuggets, basketball is it. I'll start with a layup, okay? Who is the winningest coach in Nuggets history? Doug Mom. Okay, thank you. Guys, make this harder, please. Isaiah Thomas uh, was given his new uh, number yesterday as the newest Nugget. What number will he wear this season? Zero. Nice. It's on you, HW. All right, we got to go hard because you're our first caller. How many NBA... Division titles have the Nuggets won? I hate them. I hate those kind of questions. You know how much I hate that when you have to count stuff up. How many division titles have they won in the NBA? We're not counting the ABA. We're just counting the NBA. Zero. No, they've won seven. <laughs> a little more than zero. <laughs> Thanks for playing, Travis. Sorry, Appreciate Travis. it. Sorry uh, about it, buddy. I think Travis just inadvertently made my point. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> division titles. Not the expectation? Yeah. I didn't say Western Conference titles. Yeah. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. The number is 303-753-0950. Mike, what topic would you like? Uh, Carolina Panthers football. Car- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mike. No, you're good, okay, Mike. We're going to go fine. up to the top that's of our fine. head. We'll give you Carolina Panthers okay. football. All right. All right. Uh, who scored the touchdown for the Panthers in Super Bowl 50 against the Broncos? In Super Bowl 50 against the Broncos. Yes. That was uh, Stewart. Jonathan Stewart. Correct. Job well done. Um, who was the first head coach in Carolina Panther history? Carolina Panther history was Dom Capers. Good job. God, it's on me to ask a freaking Carolina Panther question? <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Go to your Super Bowl no, 50, all right, No, I don't know. Something I, funny I, happened. I, I, got, I got one for you. Okay. I, got, I got one for you. I'm going to give you this one right here. Um, who was the linebacker's coach? For that Carolina Super Bowl team, coached by John Fox, where Jake Delhomme was the quarterback, you remember that team? Who was the linebackers coach on that team? Wow, the linebackers coach. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, jeez. Three, two, one. Thanks for Kevin playing. Kevin Green. 
No, it wasn't Kevin Green. That's a hell of a guess, though. Yeah. That was a really Kevin smart Green, guess. Kevin Green, let me, let, me, let me verify this. Hold on a second. <laughs> Make sure I'm right. <laughs> Where did you come up with this question? Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Before Keep that guy on the line. I could be wrong here. Hold on a second. There's got to be a Denver connection. What, what year sort. was that, by the way? Was that, was that like 2003 or They four. lost yeah. to the Patriots. Correct? They did. So yeah. I'm going to say it was 04. I think 03 they beat the Eagles. What's Foxy's record in Super Bowls? He's 0-2. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm going through this guy's Wikipedia, and I make sure that I'm right. The last thing I want to do is screw him off. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. Who was it? Jack Del Rio. Ah. I knew there was a Denver connection. Yeah. Shark yeah. videos. Probably. All yeah. right, next. Who's uh, who's next in line here on uh, on the show? It is... Alex, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. What's up, Alex? How much? How you guys doing? Good, thanks. What's uh, what's your topic? We'll do Rockies baseball. Rockies baseball, it is. You want me to start? Go for it. Uh name the Rockies third baseman that was traded or was picked up as a free agent from Milwaukee. He had an all star year in Milwaukee, came here for a cup of coffee and then was traded out of town and I really I didn't like him that much. What was his name? He was Italian. That was a very convoluted question. Yeah. yeah um, His name ended in a no. His initials were JC. Man, you'd think that's my question. His initials were JC. Yeah. Can we start that one over? And he was really abrasive. No, I, I don't got it. Sorry. Sorry. Well, sorry. You got to think on my line. Jeff Cirillo. Jeff Cirillo was abrasive. Wasn't he a Mariner? Yeah. He okay. left here. He was in Milwaukee. He was. Like, if you went through your all-time list of... Rockies that were just total jack wagons. He's he's, he's in the top. He's might on be the top Mount three. Rushmore. Might be top three. Well, and I love how Vic like gets along with everyone, but every once in a while there's a it's handful a couple of, of them. dudes. And, they, like, and they're all like Italian, it seems. <laughs> Adrian, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. Adrian, what is your sports topic for a chance to win Nuggets jazz tickets? Nuggets basketball. All right. Nuggets basketball. Um, let's see. What uh, former Nugget is on the uh, current coaching staff? Ryan Bowen. Well done. The year the Nuggets hosted the All-Star game uh, in the 2000s, I think it was 2012, I don't remember the year. Don't give me on years. <laughs> they had a player who participated in the dunk contest. Who was that player? The Nuggets. Yeah. Anderson. Very good. Remember, he couldn't even execute a dunk in that game? Yeah. Remember, he had J.R. Yeah. Smith out there trying to throw him oops, and they couldn't get it done? That's why they now have a clock. Mm-hmm. All right, the Nuggets' first-round pick two years ago was Tyler Lydon. Where did he play college basketball? Syracuse. There you go. Adrian, hang on the line. You're the winner. Congratulations. Apologies to everyone else who was waiting on hold, uh, but uh, got to give it to Adrian. My man answered three questions. That's all it is, three questions to glory. He's going to the Nuggets' jazz game in November. Many more Nuggets tickets we're going to give away here over the course of the next few weeks. Um, I looked at that Nuggets schedule the other day, and, uh, man, it is packed. By the way, there's still an, an opportunity to win tickets. We're going to give a, you and a guest a chance to win 11 of the most exciting games of the season. It is the quarter season plan. We're running this all week long. We're going to give it away on Friday. When you hear the Gary Harris game winner against OKC, that's your cue to call. Be the third caller, and you're in the running to win that quarter season plan. We're going to unveil the winner of that contest Friday, correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, can I ask you a, a fundamental question, Vic? Yeah. What did you think of Bud Black 
bunting DJ LeMahieu last night? We haven't dove into that. Yeah, really. and that's a, it's a legit question, and it doesn't bother me. And I'm not trying to, again, you guys are going to accuse me of being field day. It doesn't bother me because he's playing the numbers, and you got Trevor Story. You have two chances to win the game, two. Trevor Story and Carlos Gonzalez. If you had told me before the day started that Trevor Story and Carlos Gonzalez come up to plate with the bases loaded in the eighth inning, I'll take that. Me too. I'll take it. I have no issues with him bunting DJ LeMahieu. None. Zero. Because if it works, we're happy. It didn't work. We're unhappy. I I have no issue with it. And just because I'm being fair, if he hadn't bunted him, even if it would have worked, if he hadn't bunted him, I would have been critical of him. It was a week or so ago where they were, he needed to bunt and move the runner to second to third. Even Drew Goodman said it during the broadcast of, hey, at the end of this at-bat, it was Trevor Story, too. At the end of this at-bat, the runner has to be on third. He didn't bunt him. Trevor Story struck out, and I was critical of him. Now, they wound up getting the run anyway. It worked out, but that doesn't that doesn't excuse not playing it the proper way and not not doing baseball 101. Last night, Bud Black did it. You you can't have DJ LeMahieu hit into a double play there and kill the rally. But, see, I'm with you guys, too, but it, it, we played it in the big news in the 7 o'clock hour. The, the acknowledgement from Black that he knew by doing that he was taking the bat out of Nolan's hands. That, to me, is the bigger story. I agree with the bunt, too, but he knew that they were going to walk Nolan intentionally, mm-hmm. and that, to me, is... But what guarantee is there that... There are no guarantees no matter what he does. So That's my, the thing. Is, there's no is, guarantee in anything happening. Can you can you hear me out real quick? Yeah. He picked Story and Cargo mm-hmm. over DJ and Nolan. Okay. Wouldn't you, Manchester, well, Rick, wouldn't but, you but, want but DJ he, and Nolan over Story it. and Cargo? But all Story and Cargo have to do is lift. All Story has to do is put the ball in play. Now, who's the better twosome? DJ all, and Nolan or but, Story and Cargo? But you're asking what you want them to do. Car, I mean, if if Nolan's up, yes, he has to move runners over to score. All Trevor Story has to do is hit a sack fly. Well, here's the one reason I would I would put some credence in what you're saying, HW. It was the same reason I was critical that he didn't bunt Trevor Story last week. It's just if you had to pick one guy on the, in that lineup who's most likely to strike out, it's Trevor Story, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got Trevor Story up there with the bases loaded, one out. All he has to do is put the ball in play. There's also a really good chance Trevor Story is going to strike out, mm-hmm. which is what happened. So... I think he played it right. I think he 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 took the bat out of DJ LeMahieu's hands, who's a guy who also has a really good chance of grounding into a double play. But you also put a, your team in a situation where the strikeout king is up there when all he has to do is put the yeah. ball in play. I'm with you that the the decision was probably the correct one, but playing Monday morning quarterback, whatever you want to call it, he picked Story and Cargo over DJ and Noel. That's what happened. Because neither DJ or Nolan was given a chance in that eighth inning after Parr and Blackman... Uh, came through. I just think there's a pretty good chance you get Nolan Arenado at the plate with two outs and a guy on third. Uh, nine nine one six. Uh, thanks for texting. You text a lot, and I appreciate your opinions. He says, Vic, the numbers say that the out is more valuable than the base. The numbers say that. Once the numbers get their own radio show, let me know. I don't know who the numbers are. Is that a person? It's a Bill James Moneyball yeah. thing. Moneyball. Yeah. It's don't give them an out. And you're giving him an out with a bunt, yeah. which that's certainly an and, approach. And if it had worked, we'd be sitting here saying, great strategical move by the manager. I, I don't care about the numbers. I don't. Never will. Never have, never will. I don't care. What happened last night happened. So, uh, wait a second. All evaluation of strategy is based on if it works or doesn't? All evaluation of strategy is based on what you think is best for your team. Because I booed Bud no, Black what, last year for letting his pitcher hit. 
which was the wrong move. The pitcher got a hit, so therefore turned into the right move. What, what you think is best for your team at that moment. Nobody knows his team better than Bud Black. So, yeah, we can auto-draft this. You want to auto-draft it? Probably the best move is what is nope. what the texture says. Nobody knows his team better than Vance Joseph. I don't know that room better than Vance Joseph. But you just told me what he did was right. I have no problem with him bunting. Zero. Zip. It didn't work. I have a problem with the results, but I'm not going to blame it on Bud Black for doing what he did. If you're going to assess blame last night, again, assess it on the starting pitching for a 3 nothing hole, for not being able to dig out of a hole. What is with the first inning? That's where I place blame. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Up next, a former starting pitcher of the Rockies, Jason Hirsch. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The coolest party of the year is set. Cool Concert 2018 will hit the Pepsi Center on September 22nd with Rick Springfield, Lover Boy, The Gin Blossoms, and Tommy Tutone. It's going to be big fun. Cool Concert 2018. Rick Springfield, Loverboy, Jim Blossoms, and Tommy Tutone. Tickets at PepsiCenter.com. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a 1,000 vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, hundreds of hail-damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming. Hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off. Clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family's committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The road to success is paid with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms. And Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style Action you can handle. Book your best ever weekend getaway now. BuffaloThunderResort.com. Buffalo Do you think you have what it takes to be on air? Want to share your talent with the world? 
Well, Colorado Media School has an open casting call right now to be an on-air DJ for one of their internet radio stations. They have over 20 internet stations across this country and are looking for talent. If you think you have the talent to work on the radio, this is your shot. Call the Colorado Media School now and schedule an audition for their casting call. 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School is also looking for careers behind the scenes like producers, directors, board operators, and much more. Call the Colorado Media School now. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. 303-937-7070. I took advantage of the opportunity that the Colorado Media School presented. I had no experience. I just had the passion and wanted to work in the industry. We offer training in as little as eight months and financial aid is available to those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School now. 303-937-7070 and tell them Josh Dover sent you. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update is brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Broncos read it again yesterday, and after practice, head coach Vance Joseph was asked if he feels comfortable with Chad Kelly as his backup quarterback. So far, he's doing a great job. You know, I can't say what more he can do. Obviously, we've got two more games, so continue to play well. You know, and things do change in this league, but right now, he's our backup quarterback, and he's done a fine job for us. He's been really competitive. He's played fast. He's played with confidence, and he's moved the ball. You know, so what, what more can you ask from a player? Our thoughts is always, you earn your job on the field, and he's He's doing that, so kudos to Chad. This Broncos 2018 preseason update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. Altitude 950 traffic update. Slow traffic on northbound I-25 anywhere between Castle Pines Parkway and Hamden. Now we have an accident coming in northbound I-25 at Arapahoe Road. Multiple cars involved with that, so extra delay. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Southbound I-25 still slowing between Broadway down to Yale. How'd you sleep last night? Not great. Then try New Equal Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Equal Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. And this ball's well hit center field. On the move, it's back up. And he kicked up the catch. LeMahieu will score. Nolan in his second with a double. And it's 3-2. to two. Had their chances last night, but the Rockies fall short against the Padres in the first of a three-game set at Coors. 4-3 the final. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch. Ran into Jason at a uh, golf tournament on Monday. And Jason, uh, last we spoke, I couldn't believe the magic of the Rockies. Um, it's amazing how one game can change a tune. One game, albeit, but um, you're going to lose games like that. It, it's going to happen. H- how come we we ride this wave when it comes to the Rockies, where we get all anxious if they lose and all excited when they win, and there are still 37 games to go? Why do we do this? I don't know. I think that's one of those things where we almost expect 
things like this to happen at this point with the Rockies, to have them play down to their competition and then play up to their competition when we think they're out of it. They turn around and show us that they're still in it. And then when we think that they're in it, they turn around and have a, a subpar game like they did last night. And now we're back to thinking that they're out of it. So, uh, you know, I think that's the, the nature of the game. Obviously, 162 games, you, you're going to ride those roller coasters of emotion. But uh, I think people who are really vested in this team try and ride the emotions of the team. And that's what you get. Eighth inning last night, uh, Bud decides to bunt DJ. Take the bat out of Nolan Arenado's hand. I have no problem with it. I have no issues because you got Trevor Story at the dish. You got Carlos Gonzalez. You got bases loaded. If you can't, if you can't bring on a run with that, I, I don't know how you do it. Do you have any issues with the bunt? Yeah, well, I, I heard the conversation before the break, and uh, I, I'm I'm in somewhat agreement with you guys. And then there's there's the other part of me that says never ever bunt. I'm in, I'm in line with the Oakland Athletics right now. If the Rockies never bunted the entire year, I'd be okay with it. Um, you know, obviously in hindsight, it didn't work out. You bring up two hot hitters in Cargo and Trevor, and you're thinking, well, there's at least one chance in there that one of those guys is going to come through and it doesn't happen. So hindsight's always 20-20. But to take the bat out of, you know, your MVP candidate, uh, in that situation, obviously, it's not ideal. I get that you're playing, you know, strategy, and I'm sure that there's old school people in their car banging on their steering wheels right now, telling me that I'm a dummy and that I should, you know, that that bunting is the way to go and small ball this and that. Unfortunately, that's not the way this game is played anymore, and small ball is going the way of the dodo, where this this game is centered around homers and doubles and moving base runners around the bags by hitting the ball uh, all over the yard, not by playing small ball. So I am a – I say, you know, in that moment, yes, good play. You know, probably should have worked out, but I don't like bunting. What about Manchester's argument, though, if you don't bunt DJ, uh, there's a chance he can hit into a double play there, and that ruins everything. Right, but and that goes back to the, the other point that was made, that the out is more valuable than the hit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that, that's, that's another, you know, I used to be kind of in that boat, that old school camp where, you know, we're like, yeah, let's move the runners over. Let's, uh, you know, let's try and get guys into scoring position. But, you know, more recently I, I've been able to really dive deep into numbers and, and see the value in what those, you know, that crowd talks about. And I'm, I'm more leaning now towards, you know, let that guy hit. DJ was a batting champion two years ago. Yes, there is a chance that he hits into a double play, but there's also a great chance that he gets a single or a double, and now we're having a completely different discussion today. If the same thing presented itself tonight, if the same exact scenario unfolded, do you think Bud Black bunts DJ LeMayhew there, or does he let him hit? Absolutely, I think he bunts. Again? No, I, I, I think he's going to – I think Bud is – Buddy's an old-school guy. He's going to play that percentage and try and get that guy over into scoring position and take his chances with Cargo – and and uh, and Trevor again, and you know what? You might have the same exact result. We can have the same conversation tomorrow, or it might work out, and that's the beauty of baseball. Can you explain this number to me, Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher, uh, been around the game obviously a long time. Rockies first inning ERA seven point seven zero. First inning. This is a team that is eleven games over, a team that is in the playoff chase, a team that's only a game and a half out. Seven point seven in the first inning, on pace. For the second highest first inning ERA since 1974. 
Why? How? You know, I think this is another great case for the opener. Uh, and, you know, you saw the, the, the Rays try it this year where they brought in, uh, you know, essentially a, a relief pitcher or a closer to open the game to get those first three outs because statistically it's not the last three outs that are the hardest to get. It's now emotionally the last, uh, the hardest to get. But the first three outs statistically are the most difficult outs to get in a ball game. Uh, and that's one of those things where, you know, Guys are going to come out of ambushing. You know, the, the Rockies pitching staff are a bunch of hard-throwing uh, guys that, uh, you know, that are going to try and get ahead early in the counts. And so opposing hitters are taking advantage of that in the first inning, uh, not allowing the pitchers to get settled in, going after and ambushing those pitches early before they're allowed to make their adjustments. And, and that's why you're seeing, you know, big numbers, big inflated numbers. And listen, Every pitcher has an inning that's a bugaboo to them. You know, for me, it was always the second inning. I could get through the first, no problem. But the second inning for me, I always felt like I struggled in it. And I don't know what the reason was behind it. For whatever reason it might be, I was walking guys. I'd give up hits. I'd give up runs. But it always happened in the second for me. So this could just be an entire staff of guys that just are terrible in the first. So, Jason, what adjustments do you make if you're advising these pitchers? John Gray's on the hill tonight. We know the bugaboo in the first. What do you say to him? What do you do? What What is a coach to do with a pitcher in that first inning? I don't know if it's a mental mindset for those guys. Go out there and treat it like it's a fifth, sixth inning. Uh, maybe start guys and pitching them backwards so that they don't have a chance to get comfortable on you know, on your fastball, uh, trying to get guys off their game, or just really, you know, bearing down on making good quality pitches there in the first inning and not allowing the other team to gain any sort of momentum. But it could also be just one of those things that, you know, it, it's going to happen whether you like it or not, and then you just got to be able to minimize the damage. You know, it doesn't happen all the time, but, you know, tonight could be a night where John Gray goes one, two, three in the first, and we're not having this conversation anymore. Um, but statistically, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of being able to control it. I'm looking at the uh, National League standings, uh, specifically the fight for the wild card, and it's nuts. I mean, you know, half game separates four teams here. It's uh, Dodgers only two and a half out of a wild card. Do the Dodgers still scare you, or do you think the Dodgers uh, are flawed this season? I think with Kelly Jansen back in their bullpen, the Dodgers are a lot scarier than they were without him. Uh, this is a team that it seems year in, year out, they have, they're, they're riddled with injuries, yet they're still at the top of the division. They still have guys that come through for them, whether it's bringing up a Max Muncy who's going to go out and crush bombs or last year's, you know, Cody Bellinger. Uh, you know, they still have Justin Turner on that ball club. They still have Clayton Kershaw, uh, and, and a mixture of other arms that are able to get it done. Ross Stripling, you know, th- that ball club, is never out of it, but, you know, I, I think when they came here to Coors and Kenan was on the DL and, you know, the Rockies take those two walk-offs, you know, those, those were gut punches for them. If Kenley Jansen is in that, in that bullpen, those walk-offs may not happen. If, you know, and I would even say there's a good chance that they don't happen. And the Rockies are now two and a half, three and a half, four back of first place instead of a game out or a game and a half out. So uh, that ball club is much more formidable the healthier they get, and they're only getting healthier. I hate talking in, in finality, especially with 37 games to play, but um, two more against the Padres. You don't have to win anything, but don't you have to beat the Padres? Don't you have to win this series? You have to win at home. The Rockies have struggled mightily at Coors Field this year, 
And with the Padres coming in with a below 500 record after the momentum that you just showed on the road going into Atlanta and sweeping and playing really, really well, you have to win these games. You have to take these next two. You have to show dominance at Coors Field, be able to take care of you know, business at Coors Field. They've got a winning record on the road, and you know, every time the Rockies win on the road, they go to the playoffs. But you have to be able to take care of business here at Coors Field. So that just these next two games are going to be critical because if you're going to falter against the lowly Padres, the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are not going to falter against the teams that they're playing. Jason, you're a fountain of information every time we talk to you, and I have a feeling we're going to discuss uh, many more uh, Rockies matters here in the next couple months. This is fun, brother. Last question. I've, I've asked you this before. I just want to know if it's changed. If there's a one-game wild card, who's your Rockies pitcher? Kyle Freeland, without yeah. a doubt. He is the best pitcher hands down that the Rockies have had in in a decade. Wow. He, he's, he's, he's a Colorado-born. Listen, this guy, two weeks ago I was talking with a friend of ours on another program. He was the sixth best pitcher in all of Major League Baseball, and he was not an all-star. He was the sixth best pitcher according to war and all the other metrics and statistics that go out there. He's got a sub three ERA. He's got almost a, he's got a mid two at Coors Field. We should be talking about this guy in Cy Young contention, not just as a good pitcher. God, perspective means a lot, doesn't it? Hey, uh, Jason, thanks again for the info. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Take care. Absolutely. It's always fun, buddy. That is Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher, great guy, always wins the long drive competition at these charity golf tournaments, so I hate him. You got the Vic Lombardi show. When we come back, our morning sugar fix. And wait till you hear the rant on hard knocks last night from this Cleveland O-line coach. Suddenly my favorite coach in the NFL. That's next. Get power to spare with a Honda generator and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most. When you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from AIS Industrial and Construction Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit AISIND.com. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, and right now they're overstocked and need to clear out the lot. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2000. 2018 Titan, just like I did. I-25 to 104th, online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN5, 169.99, MSRP 46,850, sale price 36,850. Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax title license, and includes 599 dealer handling fee, offer NC3118. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! Saturday on Altitude Sports, your Colorado Rapids return home to take on Rail Salt Lake in the Rocky Mountain Cup Decider. Coverage starts Saturday night at 6.30. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Rapids. At Wink and Wink, we know that pursuing debt relief is a very difficult personal decision. But through our many clients that we've had over the years, we also know the peace of mind, the relief of stress and anxiety that you get once you've dealt with your debt. One big myth about bankruptcy is that you'll lose everything you own, and it's just not true. Colorado has great 
bankruptcy exemptions that allow you to protect your assets from your creditors. And at Wink and Wink, what we do is look at your entire financial situation and help you develop a plan to maximize your fresh start, keep what you own, and get out of debt. Both my husband and I want to say that if you're having financial problems and you feel that there's just no way out, contact Wink and Wink for their help. At Wink and Wink, we offer free consultations where you can get an honest assessment of your situation and we focus on practical, cost-effective solutions for people. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? He really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is $25.56 an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Uh, Can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. One in seven American men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. For the ninth year, the Blue Shoe Run is raising money for prostate cancer research. So come run, walk around Broncos Stadium on September 8th, and fight prostate cancer. Family and pet friendly and a free after party. Donations benefit cancer research through the TUCC Foundation and the American Cancer Society. Register or donate at theblueshoerun.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic is at a crawl on northbound I-25 from Castle Pines Parkway up through to Arapahoe Road where crews are on scene clearing a multi-vehicle accident. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Southbound I-25 is very slow to recover as well. Stop and go between Broadway and Yale. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All those guys that fought in that war, they did push-ups, jumping jacks, sit-ups, climbed the rope, and ran. But none of this fancy okay? Right? And they won two world wars. Two world wars by doing jumping jacks, push-ups, and sit-ups. Two world wars. You think they were worried when they're running across Normandy about stretching? Are you kidding me? Huh? Well, let me see. Give me my rubber band so I can stretch to run across that f***ing beat. you got to be kidding me. (laughs) Who is that guy? That is the uh, Browns O-line coach. Wiley, I believe is his name, featured last night on Hard Knocks. Bob Wiley talking about this uh, notion that stretching solves everything. You think they were stretching in Normandy? He was the star of Hard Knocks oh, last night. Man. I know we were all watching the Rockies, but that was that was the highlight, Vic. You know, he, that and that dude showed up. I hate to go. Aldine or who who was it? Was Which guy? Famous guy. Marty was oh, talking um, about it. Aldine. No, was it was it Aldine? Jason Aldine? Brett Paisley. Paisley. Oh, Brett pa- I don't know, dude. I don't know country music. And Mayfield showed him the RV right. and stuff. 
That was kind of interesting. It, it is funny talking about stretching. Take yourself back. If you're in your 40s or 50s, that, that age group, take yourself back to when you played youth sports. What did stretching encompass? What did you do to stretch? Maybe just like literally 30 seconds of stretching, I and that was it. faked like I stretched. Honest to God. I mean, I'd run track meets. We wouldn't stretch. We'd just start running. It's a completely different game today. Not to say that we were doing it the right way. We were obviously, obviously misinformed. Ah, uh, Champ Bailey had a pretty famous quote about that. What do you say? Have you ever seen a cheetah stretch? <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty fast. <laughs> uh, maybe the muscular uh, arrangement of a cheetah is different than that of a human. Maybe. We won two world wars without stretching. <laughs> So good. He's right. <laughs> Can you see soldiers stretching? They start to bring it up Normandy to motivate his guys. Hey, that's unbelievable. Hey, special thanks, by the way, to uh, Jason Hirsch for joining us in the previous segment. So good to hear from a former Rockies pitcher uh, about situational baseball. Brandon on the text line says, maybe Hirsch will open your eyes to letting a future Hall of Famer hit in the eighth. Um, he's not into bunning. Jason isn't. He's, he's let, let the guys swing. And he, he, the, the point he makes, DJ's the same guy who hit those big home runs on the road in Atlanta. I don't have a problem with, um, Bud Black's decision. What I have a problem with is the inconsistency. Cause if you're going to play that game a week ago, you should have bunted when Trevor Story was at the plate mm-hmm. and moved the runner to third with one out. Cause then a fly ball scores him. So then yesterday you're moving runners along. So, a week ago, you wanted to let Trevor Story swing away. Last night, you wanted to play small ball and bunt. You got to pick a direction. It was always my issue with John Fox. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a conservative coach, be a conservative coach. Don't be conservative today, and then tomorrow you're roll the dice guy. Just be consistent. That's what you got to be. And to me, Bud Black was inconsistent because yesterday he didn't do, or last night happening? he didn't do what he did a week ago. What just happened to you? I'm just playing with my credentials. But what just happened? It's like you got shocked. Well, <laughs> Long story. It's not oh my big a deal. gosh. Uh twelve oh three. You three are non athletes though, so your points aren't valid. Thanks for listening to the show. One two oh three. Let's bring in Marty for a little sugar. sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam! Shake that. Marty, how much stretching do you do on a daily basis? Not much stretching. Reach for my toes and then I'm good to go. Isn't this the big yoga craze though? Yoga is sort of just massive stretching. Yoga's big now. James, are you into yoga? Uh, I've done hot yoga. I enjoy it. I like hot yoga too. Mm-hmm. I was in the best shape of my life when it's, I did a year of hot it's yoga. It's great. That's great. massive. That's like painful stretching. A wonderful cure for a hangover. That's what I'm into. Okay, Bill Parcells turned 77. Vic, did you ever get a chance to meet the big tuna? One of the biggest curmudgeons I've ever had the opportunity to interview. Oh, lovely. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It is. He is who he is. He's with the Browns right now. You know what his title is with the Browns? He's a courtesy consultant. Wait courtesy? a mm-hmm. Bill Parcells is with the Browns? Yeah, according to uh, the internet. How come he hasn't been on Hard Knocks? Because he's probably never there because he's a courtesy consultant. That's a big courtesy. What does that mean? Uh, call him when you need a, when you have a problem. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I think I want to be a courtesy consultant. Ask him about stretching. What do you think he thinks about stretching? <laughs> yeah, he's been a courtesy consultant since 2014. That's a pretty good gig. You go one and 31 and you're still, you know, <laughs> courtesy what, consultant. What is just curious? What is your go-to stretch? Do you have a go-to like right before you play a sport? 
Uh, no, and I should. I should stretch. I can't touch my toes. You can't? No, I can't get close. Get out. It's genetic, though. My You're grass-fed. My middle son can't do it either, so it's it's a genetic thing. I got tight hammies. Watch this. You didn't touch your toes? Look how terrible this is. Watch this. I oh, can't Vic, get close. Vic just did it with ease. Manchester, about eight inches Oof. short. Jesus. That's those, it. Those hammies must blow every time you run. Yep. All right, go on, Marty. I'd say in 1951, the Harlem Globetrotters played at uh, Olympic Stadium in Berlin. 75,000 people attended that game. You guys ever see the Harlem Globetrotters? So many times. Yeah, I'm sort of over the uh, Harlem Globetrotters. I've seen the act. I watched the cartoon as a kid. Remember when the Harlem Globetrotters went to Gilligan's Island? Yeah, the Globetrotters suck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, you just... Looks like we got All a Washington right. Generals fan okay. over there. Sorry, it's 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 bad entertainment. It's bad basketball. It is. It's it's. it's I'm, I'm over it's it. Stupid. Yeah. The Globetrotters suck. <laughs> wow. They were throwing parades in the, in Harlem, though. I mean, they wouldn't stop. I was, how did they get to Gilligan's Island? Gilligan couldn't get off the island, and yet the Globetrotters showed up. I know, but the problem is you're trying to apply logic to Gilligan. Yeah, but it, it, I remember when I was a kid watching it, I was so angry at that. I remember t- having this conversation with my brother. I'm like, how did they get there and they can't find their way, their way off there? Well, the professor could build all these things, but he couldn't build a boat to get off? I know. I mean, come on. So Gilligan's Island sucks. The Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> suck. No, no, no. Don't confuse Gilligan's Island with anything. That was one of the greatest comedies of all time. Okay, got it. I had to stay in 1975, McNichols Sports Arena opens. What was your favorite memory from McNichols? Too many. I was a ball boy there for many years with the uh, the Nuggets, uh, sneaking my friends in the side door at McNichols, which was open all the time. Mine was uh, watching an Avalanche game with Bill Romanowski. What, like next to him? Yeah, my dad took me to a game. We sat down, sit next to Bill Romanowski. Yeah. Couldn't have been nicer. What's a show with that HW throwing a name? Yeah, out there? name dropping. Is that when you took the elevator with Sackick, or was that a different day? Oh, it was dumb luck. That's not name <laughs> dropping. Dumb luck and name dropping are two different things. I remember going to a Nuggets game with my my brother and my dad, probably like 1979-80 there, like one of my earliest sporting events. Uh, game three against the Sonics in 1994 when I couldn't hear my buddy standing next to me. Um, I was a ball boy and uh, forgot to go pick up the warm-ups because I was just was so mesmerized wait, wait, when, watching when the game. When were you a ball boy? I was a one-game fill-in. Oh, you didn't I, make it to the next level. I had to make Mark Allery coffee. I'd never made coffee in my life. I oh, like, name dropper. How am I supposed to do this? Uh, let's see what else was going on. I don't know. There's all sorts of memories. It was, my, a, it was a great place. My, my favorite memory as a ball boy when Sidney Schlenker owned the team. You remember Sidney Schlenker? Yeah. So I was on a basketball club. We traveled and we needed 1500 bucks each. I remember going up to Mr. Schlenker. I was so nervous and I had this paper. I said, Hey, would you like to sponsor me for my basketball team? He reaches into his pocket and gives me a thousand dollars cash. Wow. Yes. That's pretty cool. Done. I made a half-court shot at McNichols during a rec game. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Banked it in. Video, please. I was like two for 12 that day, but I made the half-quarter. Wow, a lot of memories there, fellas. <laughs> a lot of name-dropping going yeah, on, but I'm the only dropping. one who gets called out for it. So, yeah. I had to stay in 1998, a bottle of, uh let me try and pronounce this, Andro Stendenep... Andro, just call it Andro. Andro, better known as Andro. It's found in Mark McGuire's locker. Uh It's kind of the uh first domino to fall in the steroid era. People started... Wondering what that was and uh, if it would per- like enhance his performance. Yeah. And uh, the guy that found it was charged with like snooping and uh, was kind of banned from that locker room. It wasn't Rick Riley that found it. No, it was somebody it, else. Wasn't there a local guy that got in trouble for looking in Dante Bichette's? Was that was that Kiz? Remember? I don't remember. 
somebody, it, it, it's funny because they, it's why it's stupid to have interviews take place in a, in a bathroom essentially, a glorified bathroom. We're not allowed to look inside lockers and yet they stand right there in front of their lockers with all their stuff, right? All their pills. Yeah. yeah. Like, were we not supposed we, to see it? But why, why are we there? Uh, it's just, but before that, all the, uh, you know, I'm going to go off on a media rant again. All the media just got in line and went with everything and hey, this is a gravy train. And then as soon as, all these stories broke, and then they want to go criticize these guys. It's like, well, why didn't you criticize him in 1998? Mm-hmm. Why? Where, where was Costas? Well, why wasn't he on his soapbox then? But he this didn't is think why they were taking steroids. I've never on. had a problem with the performance enhancers because you cannot. We do not know who didn't use them. How do we know so and so didn't use them? I agree. With you know you. what I'm saying? I agree Anybody who makes the haul now from that generation, how do we know without a shadow of a doubt that they didn't use? We don't. We absolutely don't. All right, and that's it, fellas. Marty, what'd you leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, the stay in 2000, Buddy Bell ran out of pitchers in the top of the 12th, so he got catcher Brett Main to go pitch the 12th. Rockies won it in the bottom of the 12th inning, making Main the first position player to be a winning pitcher since 1968. I was there. They beat the Atlanta Braves that night. I remember that game. Brett Main probably goes down as one of the best Rockies catchers of all time, the short stint he had here. There was a rain delay. There was a brawl by the end of the game. There was about seven people in the stands. I was sitting right behind the Rockies dugout because you could just get whatever seat you wanted. Wow. I was there. Or Or I could be from out of town and talk about the Broncos all the time. He is a native. Coming up next, another Colorado native who talks to us about the NBA and the Nuggets, Adam Morris from DenverStiffs.com right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. The Harlem Globetrotters have seen the act. I watched the cartoon as a kid. Remember when the Harlem Globetrotters went to Gilligan's Island? Yeah, the Globetrotters suck. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update is brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Broncos read it again yesterday, and after practice, head coach Vance Joseph was asked if he feels comfortable with Chad Kelly as his backup quarterback. So far, he's doing a great job. You know, I can't say what more he can do. Obviously, we've got two more games, so continue to play well. You know, and things do change in this league, but right now, he's our backup quarterback, and he's done a fine job for us. He's been really competitive. He's played fast. He's played with confidence, and He's moved the ball, you know. So what? What more can you ask from a player? Our thoughts is always you earn your job on the field, and he's he's doing that. So kudos to Chad. This Broncos 2018 preseason update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Nine oh three in the Mile High City. Hopefully this uh, fog burns away because it is ugly and gloomy outside. Stealing the words of a it's friend. gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. Let's go to the hotline and bring in Adam Morris from DenverStiffs.com. <laughs> so funny, Adam. We should all feel gloomy. I just like that line. Well, it is nasty outside. Doesn't this sort of affect your? Doesn't it affect you mentally when you wake up and you see this out? You can't even see downtown Denver from this building, which is rare. 
Yeah, it kind of does, to be honest. And the last couple of days, with all the smoke coming in mm-hmm. from from the West Coast, it's, it, it has been a little apocalyptic. Uh, Globe Trotters. I want to start there because we had the conversation about the Trotters. Are you over the Trotters or are you a Globe Trotter guy? Uh, I'm over. You know, I, my family went to them. I think I was probably 13 or 14, and even at, at that age, I thought, okay, this is a little a little sillier than I thought. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think for a certain age group, it, it, it's entertaining. Uh, somebody on the text line says, "How are the Globe Trotters games any different than regular season NBA games? Anyway, oh, it always comes down to the last minute." Well, that that part I guess is is, is uh, sort of true, but come on, I, this narrative that there's no mystery in the NBA, I, I just don't buy it. There's surprises all the time. There are surprises, you're right, but I, I guess the only um, critical thought I'll have on that is some teams know when to turn it on, and you know when they're like when the, the Golden State Warriors have a two game skid mid season. Does anybody really get upset? They know what they're doing, right? It's almost like right. uh, they, they get it. When Popovich rests his players on back-to-backs, they know what they're doing. That's the only predictable predictable nature of the NBA that bothers me. But, you know, even Denver turned it on last year. They they had a whole other level that they went through those last seven games or so, not just because they won them, but the intensity level. Um, so, you know, that is an inherent part of basketball, of basketball even in, especially in the NBA, that, that these great teams sometimes can coast through the regular season and, Great teams are a, a length above, you know, merely good teams or what have you. But, you know, there's still surprises. That's why we watch sports. There's always surprises. There's always uh, there's always a chance for the underdog to upset. Uh, Adam, I know you were like me. On NBA TV the other night, they featured the Denver Nuggets. They ran Denver Nuggets classics all day, and it was just cool to watch. Uh, the, the game against Portland last year, I, I, you know, I was there all those games. I, I almost forget. Those were intense <laughs> I mean, the crowd was into it. Those crowds were into Nuggets basketball. Those last six games, if they can bottle that intensity and that competitive fire in those six games, they're going to cruise through this season. Absolutely. I don't know if they can – the, the intensity they played with really through that whole six-game win streak to, to close out the year and even in that final game that they lost, the intensity was was through the roof. I don't know if you can sustain that intensity for 82 games. If any team can, but certainly the focus level, I think, is you know the intensity is one thing, but just the focus level. There were nights in January and December where you, you watch that Nuggets team play and you thought, okay, they're clearly not focused on this game. Their minds are elsewhere, and, and they let some easy ones get through their their fingertips. I, I think to me, the theme of this season is going to be: Are they over that? I think that's a characteristic of a young team and. Denver's still a young team, uh, you know. Still a lot of guys, twenty-four years old or younger. But those are all—they're all guys that have had a, a couple years of experience. This team started young, so even though they're—they're they're still young, they're a little bit older. You want to see if they're past that phase where they lose to Phoenix on a Tuesday night in January, um, because if they do—if they do lose those games this year, like they did last year, they're going to miss out on the playoffs again. If they manage to take care of business on those games that they're supposed to, I think they're in. You know, a player who got lost in the shuffle last year, a player who we thought would develop a little quicker but had some early uh, struggles with illness, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. What do we make of Juancho and his role on his team? I'm so glad you asked about him because I think, for me, he might be the most interesting you know, non-star player on this team this coming season because I think Juancho's good. I think he's actually a really good player. His His rookie season... He, he didn't play a ton of minutes, but when he played, he was a very productive player, 
And I thought he was a very good fit with the style of basketball that Denver sort of cultivated over these last couple seasons. Unselfish, smart off ball. He moves off ball really well. He grabs rebounds. Um, but last year was such a strange year with him not playing. And even when he got healthy, he just couldn't break back into the lineup. He's a guy, you look at Denver's biggest weakness right now is on the wing at the small forward position. I think Wancho is a combo forward, a small forward and a power forward. But if he can play some small forward, and, and when I say play, if he can defend the small forward position, if he's not just a complete sieve on that end of the court at that position, then I think it, it really takes Denver to another level, and I think it, it it brings a little bit of clarity to this roster, at least for this upcoming season. So he's a, to me, he's a big wild card for this team, and uh, he, he's a, one of those pivot players that can raise the Nuggets' ceiling. You mentioned the word defend, and I often ask myself, I wonder what their philosophy, what Michael Malone's philosophy will be defensively this year, because we heard him, you know, he pushed it hard. That was an agenda-driven, he wanted to push defense. The way this team is constructed, what do you think defensively they, what do they want to be? Yeah, that's, it's a great question, because as you mentioned, that's been Michael Malone's, you know, calling cards, what he's been known for being a defensive coach, but this is an offensive roster. Paul Millsap, excellent defender. Uh, I think Torrey Craig, an intense defender. Gary Harris has his moments. Outside of that, you don't really have any proven defenders. Uh, Mason Plumley, you know, another guy. But but you're talking about your five, five or six of your top eight guys are just average or below average defenders, at least at this point of their career. But they're phenomenal offensive players. And another interesting question, you, you mentioned the Wancho thing. You know, Wancho is an offensive talent. He makes you better offensively. He's got question marks on the defensive end. With that second unit, playing Wancho would be sort of a commitment to, hey, we're just going to try to outscore teams. We're, you know, defensively we need to be good, but, but I don't know if we can be great. And, that, and I wonder if that's the, the calculus he's going to make with that second unit, if he's just going to try to run teams off the court, put up 110, 120 points, uh, or if he's going to try to go to, a, to more defensive options but, but less offense with that second unit. I don't know if there's a right answer. Um, because, quite frankly, I don't think Denver's best defensive lineups are going to be that elite on the defensive end, but I think their offensive lineups can be. Adam, uh, last one here. Uh, I keep hearing whispers, and I believe they're just whispers. Kobe Bryant possibly thinking of coming out of retirement. Does that even – I mean, come on. Is that is that serious? <laughs> or is, is there some legitimacy behind those things? Can you see that happening? When I heard the rumor yesterday, I thought, man, that'd be really cool. You know, I haven't watched the big three. I'm not too interested in, in, in it, quite frankly. But, you know, Kobe Bryant's a big enough star. That would change things. If he came out, I'd watch in DVR every single game so would that, I. that he played. Uh, so it would be huge for that for that league and um, and really for I, – I would love for there to be some basketball in August, even if it is this sort of bizarre, you know, past-their-prime stars league. But, um, but, no, there's no truth to it. He – He's come out, or, or his representatives have come out and squashed that. And quite frankly, I mean, he's one of the biggest stars in all of basketball ever. That league is sort of in a weird way beneath him. I mean, there's nothing good for him personally that could come out of it, I don't think. So uh, I would put the odds at 0.1%. I'm surprised that more leagues haven't gone down that road. Only golf, think about it, only pro golf has really cornered the market on legends of the game and former stars. Right. They have a Champions League. They have a Senior League. Not only have they cornered the market, it's become its own entity, its own business. I'm surprised that other sports haven't gone down that road and at least tried it. They, they've they had exhibitions. You know, you've had old-timers right. hockey games, and that's. but I'm surprised. The big three is as close as we've ever gotten to doing exactly that in basketball. 
And you know what? I was I was never in on that idea, but but you're right about that. And they've done a good job of bringing in some semi high profile guys. The hard part is going to be getting that next tier of stars, the guys that will really draw the uh, the big crowds in, the Kobe Bryant, maybe your Duncans, players like that. So maybe one day one player will do it, and and you know everybody will see how everyone responds to it. But um, at the moment, yeah, I don't I don't know if they're ever going to get there. Adam, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Thanks. All right, that is Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com. It's 9-12 in the Mile High City. When we come back, we'll uh, visit uh, with our millennial friends again, a couple of them in studio. Did you ever go to the old-timers games that were at Old Mile High Stadium? Yeah, the uh, flag football ones? Well, there was a flag football one. There were baseball ones, too. I remember oh, seeing I Joe DiMaggio, Mickey yeah, Mantle, yeah, Bob yeah, Feller yeah. back in the day. Those were kind of cool. Do you remember the old-timer, uh, I say old, remember when Elway and Montana both retired and they held that exhibition, that flag, yeah. and the stadium was sold out? It was packed. It was a Barry Fay production, yes. I believe. Think about that for a second. A sold-out mile high to watch a flag football game. Denver was a different town then. Plus, Vic, on the other side, you've been asking for it. You've been begging for it. We'll play the legendary Horace Ramey with Chad Brown. The old one? Yeah. I'll tell you why we're playing this, why Chad Brown is the subject of our uh, radio show when we come back right here. The Vic Lombardi Show. It's 913 on Altitude 950. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. I love my job. If you want to do what I do, listen up. The Colorado Media School will teach you all aspects of radio and television. Call the Colorado Media School at 303-937-7070. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop and Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop. If the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Get power to spare with a Honda generator. And you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most. When you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Lafayette and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate Hey, Avs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid is going to break away and shoots and scores! 
for the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center. Hey, car lovers. Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of ceramic coating? It's the modern way to protect your paint, whether you have a classic or a brand new car. First, our skilled technicians polish the paint to absolute perfection. Then they apply several layers of ceramic coat. You get a crazy, brilliant shine with incredible durability and no swirl marks. Our customers rave about it. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an Ace Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Hire the experts at Ace Radon to have your home tested for radon. You'll breathe easy knowing your home is safe from the deadly effects of radon. Race to Ace Radon. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! G-Money knocked him down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. Ah, I see the phone lines lighting up as we speak. You people know what's up. You hear that drop. Be the third caller right now, and you're in the running. In the running. For 11 of the most exciting Nuggets games of the season, you and a guest, compliments of Altitude 950 and the Denver Nuggets. Go see the Warriors, Lakers, Celtics, many more. It's our quarter season ticket plan. Uh, we're going to announce a winner this Friday. So call now. Third caller is in the running for this season ticket plan. Uh, we're going to get to Horace Ramey for those who may remember Horace Ramey momentarily. But first, uh, we missed it in the last segment. It is our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Why is, every, why is everybody eating from the same place? Everybody's... Well, it's a tradition. It's the way they do it. You're supposed to eat from the table? Yeah, it's you a tradition. Foot, ha, foot, mouth, tradition. Hand disease or whatever yeah, what if I get foot, hand, and mouth disease? That's me and my family, uh, my uh, mom and dad at my mom and dad's house eating muak, also known as polenta. And you eat it from a wooden, I don't know, what is that, a big, big wooden thing. And you were extremely perplexed that you were all sharing from the same plate. Well, I'm only perplexed I'm playing that up because people would, watching that would wonder, why are you guys eating from the same exact machinery there? I mean, we're, we're using forks, eating off the table, literally off the table. So I can understand why people wouldn't understand that tradition. So hit us up, 30933. What is your weirdest family tradition? Weirdest family tradition. Families are great, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Everybody, you got a lot of weird ones, I'm sure. 
We have a handful of weird ones. Mm-hmm. The weirdest one is going to really make like, Manchester upset. Is the butler allowed to eat with the family? Stop it. This is going to bother you. And I don't think I've ever told you this for a reason. You're one of the few people who there's actually a butler in the butler's pantry. So here's what happens on Thanksgiving. Is the butler allowed to be in the premises when eating takes place? Stop it. The dog gets a plate. Oh, no, no. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, Manchester. You know, my wife, my, my wife pulls that stunt too, like Christmas gifts, like Christmas special food for the dog. I, whatever. The dog has no idea it's any other day. He's licking himself. He's eating whatever's in front of him. He's pooping on my lawn. Like, what's the difference? Why? Why would you have a plate for the dog at the Thanksgiving table? Because we love the dog. Dog's a part of the family. We all love our dogs, too. But 30933, family, weird family traditions. How about you, Manchester? Uh, I'm trying to think of a weird one. Maybe I, maybe I just, I don't think How they're weird. How about common ones that we would think they're weird? Uh, we do a wine tasting every Christmas and yeah. you have to guess what's the expensive one and what's the cheap one and what's the middle one. And then you're, you're supposed to drink whichever one you vote is the best. That's what you're supposed to drink with the meal. So you have a wine palate. Yeah, we, we, we test ourselves. That's what we do in my family. We test ourselves. We push ourselves. Um. <laughs> Trying to see what we else push we, we push ourselves. We don't just settle for mediocrity. Yeah. We run wind sprints. Um, Doesn't it bother you like who has to do the cooking on certain holidays? No. I thought you've told me about that before. No. Like you, didn't you have to cook on Father's Day or something? You were real upset. Well, yeah, I mean, mm. it's just Father's Day. Welcome to being a father. <laughs> a month before, it's a freaking parade for Mother's Day. And on the, the, Father's Day, it's nothing. This is going to sound wrong. It's going to sound really bad. And I don't even know if I should say it. I'm going to. You know, I was born and raised in a very traditional Italian family. Yeah. So one day, uh, my brother-in-law, not in the family, comes over for Christmas and um, goes to my mom's house and actually starts to help with the cooking. And immediately, everyone goes, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What What are you? Are you insane? What are you doing? You don't do that. You just don't. That's You just don't go the there. way it is. You don't. Doesn't make it right, right or, wrong. or wrong. You don't go there. It's a it's a Don Henley you song. Don't it's just the way it is. Don't move in on that business. Agreed. I, you know we we don't really. I, maybe we don't have enough traditions in my house. We certainly don't put a plate out for the dog on Thanksgiving. This did happen to me in my buddy's house. Uh, I went to go visit his family over what what was it Thanksgiving? That's right. We had a Thanksgiving break in Notre Dame, so I go visit his family. A very proper family. Like HW's family. I fashion you guys are proper. We're pretty proper. So we, we go into the dining room and you know, as an Italian family, you just start eating. There's no, there's no chit chat. You just start eating. When the food's there, you eat. So we go into the dining room and everyone is standing up next to their chair. I walk in. I sit down. I got my elbows on the table. I start eating. Everyone's just staring at me, standing next to their chair. I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? It didn't dawn on me that you had to stand and all sit together at the same time. Huh. Everybody like stopped. And then sat at the same time. That's Never understood that. Never understood that. But whatever. Dining together. Yeah, I get it. But we just start eating. Yeah, if you were in my house, my mom would have a chat with you. About sitting down and eating? Yeah. Isn't that what the food is for? About like decorum. But uh, that's another story. Everything we do is very proper. That's good. I, I learned a lot. I learned an awful lot. Um, so that's our power five. 30933-30933, weirdest family traditions. We turn the 4th of July into Olympics. We break into teams, get certain colored t-shirts and 
you know, compete in random backyard events. It's kind of bizarre. See, we push ourselves. We test ourselves. <laughs> we're trying to get better. We're not settling for mediocrity. Have you ever seen the family and meet the parents, the De Niro family? Yeah, we're yeah. a little like that. Kind of sounds like you're like yeah. that. From 5307, special treatment I give my dogs is that they get to live in my house. <laughs> All the grandkids, in order to get their Christmas present, uh, my dad puts together a scavenger hunt. They have to find the different clues in That's order Easter, to get dude. it. You, you, so you're combining no, holidays. It's Christmas. So you gotta earn it. It's not just, hey, it's under the tree. Anybody can find it under the tree. How hard is that? Alright, Vic, do you want to let people hear this? Alright, so, uh, the reason we're playing this is I want to welcome back Chad Brown to our fine altitude family. Chad Brown, former NFL or linebacker, played for the CU Buffs, of course. He's going to be working with us on Altitude TV. Uh, during the Let's Talk Sports football season, it's concentrated on the Broncos, the NFL, college football. The guy does it all. He knows it all. Uh, a couple years ago when Kyle Keefe uh, co-hosted with me on these airwaves, uh, we played a little game. It was uh, Kyle Keefe's uh, uh, persona. What was it? Horace Ramy? Is that mm-hmm. what he called himself? He was from Dakota, right? Yeah. So he came up with this uh, personality named Horace Ramy where we would prank call local celebrities. We decided to prank Chad Brown who is known as a reptile enthusiast. He had his own reptile shop in town. And the conversation went something like this. Hello? Hello, I'm looking for Chad Brown. Okay. Chad, my name is Horace Ramey. I met you and your wife, Christy, or Kristen, or Chrissy, at a Valor Christian event a few weeks back. How you doing, sir? Good, how are you? I'm good. I appreciate you taking my call, and this is kind of a weird call. I got to be honest with you. First, let me say I've, I'm a big fan, and so I apologize. I got your number uh, from Kevin Lancaster over there at Scales and Tails because I bought a, a snake about the same time that uh, I believe your 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 snake place went away. Okay. Uh, well, the reason for my call, and I understand that you're a sports guy, but I got just a couple questions about a, a, a snake. The thing is, is that I want to to breed my snake, and I thought since I met you and you took a picture with me at Valor, you might be able to help me with how to breed my old boa. Okay, sure. Let me, uh, yeah, I have it to help you. What's, Perry yet? What's going on? Well, here's here's the thing, Chad. I I want it. My son Raymond has a pet lizard named Jurassic, and it's about four foot long, but it's lazy. And we noticed the other day that it's starting to get a little anxious. And I was curious if I can breed that snake with that lizard. You cannot breed snakes and lizards together now. Well, by God, are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. Well, what what do I what what are the what's the process of getting another snake in there to sort somehow accustom himself with with how do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Okay, well the the snakes have uh, their sexual organs are kind of on the inside, so uh, do I got to reach in there and feel around, or how? Do, I'm all confused about. Well, there's a there's a there's a, there's a tool called a probe. You can use to uh, tell whether it's male or female. Um, how big is the snake? Well, it's big. It, I mean, it wrapped itself around my son Raymond's leg, and I damn near thought I was going to have to take him to the ER. I, I guess yes. it must be six or seven feet. He's mean. Okay. But right. like I said, he's starting to get anxious. He's starting to look at all, all of us in the family, and I've seen that look. You know that look. He wants something. Well, uh, I guess the, 
the first thing would be determine well, what sex it is. So you could take that animal to scales and tails. They should be able to help you out with figuring out what the uh, sex of that is. Then obviously you'd want to get the opposite sex to pair it up. Well, um, is now, the, the, yeah, well, I, that's the first question. I might want to figure out what the hell kind of snake I have, but can I borrow your probe? If I could borrow uh, your probe, it'd save me a lot of times. I'll just come down to Juicy Burgers and Dogs where you put fried eggs on everything. We'll just get that probe. I don't have any probes, uh, you know, left. I, I don't have any snake tools left at all. I, well, I put a fried egg on my meatloaf, my macaroni, my cereal. Hell, I put a fried egg on my egg now. You got me hooked. <laughs> fried on your egg. I like it. I like it. Well, <laughs> Chad, I, I, I appreciate that. I sure like to get that probe. Do you think maybe you could drop it off over here at uh, the Vic and Kyle show on radio? How you doing, buddy? How are you? Yours. Oh, God, that brings back memories. That was, it's it's awkward to listen to, isn't it? You're like, oh, God. I'm over here cringing. (laughs) You guys saw me. I was, I was visibly uncomfortable, but Kyle, (laughs) dude, I used to help Kyle record those and I would be losing my mind laughing. I don't know how he didn't laugh during that. Chad is such a nice guy. I almost feel bad doing that to him, right? Oh, he was a great sport. What was your favorite horse? I mean, you're wearing the CJ Anderson. Oh, this is my favorite. favorite. This is the best ever. This is we we got C.J. Anderson to think that he was on a professional bowling team in Thornton on a Sunday afternoon. We, we got to think about that. We got a professional football player, a Denver Broncos football player, to think that he was being invited to participate in a professional bowling team during the NFL season. The Calvin Pickard one was really good too when he was that backup goaltender for the Avalanche and Kyle was trying to sell him a mattress. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Altitude uh, 950's continuing Broncos preseason coverage brought to you by Brandon Companies, by the Urology Center of Colorado, and by Honda Power Equipment. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's 930. We got Spanning the Globe, sports outside the local sphere coming right up. Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from AIS Industrial and Construction Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit AISIND.com. There are lots of causes for people to be in debt, whether it's illness or divorce or failed business or even just overestimating what you can repay. But the one thing that they all have in common is that you deserve a second chance. Mike and I do nothing but help people get out of debt at Wink and Wink. My husband and I are both in our 70s and we're raising two grandsons. We found ourselves at the end of our financial rope. We had used all our savings, credit cards were up, and we were living strictly on our Social Security income. One day, while driving, I heard an ad for Wink and Wink Law Firm, and they sounded as though they could help us. I called and made an appointment. We met with Mike Wink, and immediately, we both knew that we had made the right decision. At Wink and Wink, we give our clients our cell phone number, and we work hard to get back to all of our clients timely so that they're as comfortable as they can be when they go through a process that we know is not very comfortable. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! Game-winning! 
For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Jokic for three. Dilly, Dilly. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming underneath. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Vic Lombardi Show, Wednesday morning, 9.34. It's foggy outside. Be prepared. Not sure how you handle the fog. We don't get much of it here. Is it fog? I don't know. Haze? Is it smoke? Jobs is calling it, it looks fog. Like, looks like fog to me. Your really? phone will literally say fog. Trust me, I would know it's, uh, if it's haze, I would feel it in my asthma. I would there feel it in my palms. Two million acres on fire. In Canada? In the western U.S. I'm guessing it's smoke. But have you ever seen Jobs say fog? Have you ever seen fog in mid-August at 9.30? What no. do you want the app to say? Smoke? Yeah. I know what he wants the app to say. I can't get to it on my computer. Crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all yeah. feel. That's what he wants the app to say. I want the app to talk to you, don't you? Do you not like that drop? I like it. I'm just sitting here thinking, boy, that's a pretty signature line. We've used it four times today. Let me see some of the drops we have. Hell yeah. Who's that? Patty Bats. Hell no. Chuck. All right, you you name the drop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's that? Uh, it's Julie laughing at the end. I don't but know who said. Yeah, I don't know who said it. Come on, guys. Been doing this show for a while. You should know that. I'll give you one. What is he doing? Marlo. Yeah. 
All right, that's easy. I don't know. Easy. Yep. Right. What? It's my late grandmother. Yeah, your grandmother. Yeah. It's my quarterback. T.O. Yeah. That is the worst call in the history of the league. Moj. <laughs> that was a great meltdown. Zach. Kyle. When you pushed him a little more than he wanted to be pushed yes. during an interview. Oh, at this one. Man, it was me yawning. During my hot take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good talk. It's time to span the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. We need to make a drop of Will saying, oh, that text was about me, wasn't it? <laughs> Getting all freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a glance at the MLB standings real quick. The Cubs have the best record in the NL. There are currently six teams in the AL that have better that have better records than the Cubs. The Red Sox, the Yankees, Indians, Astros, A's, and Mariners. It's thanks to three absolutely terrible teams in the AL, the White Sox, Royals, and Orioles. Orioles are 37 and 89 and are 50 and a half games out of first place. That's just ridiculous. What's the furthest the team has ever finished out of first place? I'm glad you asked that. In 1962, the Mets finished 64 games out of first place. Oh, they could break that. Wow. Yeah. 1962, that was the first year of the Mets? Yeah, that was the first year. They were if they're 50 garbage. and a half, it's, it's possible. It was what, 62, Marty? Yep, that's right. How okay. would you like to live, reside, compete in the AL East year in, year out? It would be tough, but you know what? The Tampa Bay Rays have won the division, something that hasn't happened here. Even so Toronto won. They didn't just throw up their hands and say we can't do it. Ah, oh, we are in the AL East. Ah, oh, we play at altitude. What can we? Uh, what can we do? Every other team in this town uses altitude to their advantage. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Uh, Gene Carlos Stanton made his return back to Miami yesterday. How do you think he was received down there? My I, guess is he was booed. I like uh, Manchester's pronunciation better. It's more proper. Giancarlo? Yeah. Giancarlo. Let's Giancarlo yeah. Stanton. It's not Gene. You call him Gene. He's not, it's not sister Gene. Gene Carlo. It's not Gene. I'm going to say out of the 14 people there, half booed, half cheered. Oh man, you took my joke. And I have 14 people written down. Me really? Wow. Yeah. Alright, let's hear. Let's see the crowd. Those are cheers. Yeah, those are cheers. Wasn't he traded? Right? He yes. didn't sign as a free agent. If you, if they trade you, why are they, why would you boo him? Well, I mean, you'd boo him, wouldn't you? Giancarlo? Yeah. Uh, if he was traded from the Rockies, he I was here for eight years? So. He, he lost Kristen Yelich. Uh, the, the team was falling apart. I don't blame him for wanting out. In part, I think the fans who are booing there aren't necessarily booing him. They're booing the situation. They're booing the fact that the team traded away their best player. I think that's what they're booing. They should be used to it, though. This is what they do every five years there. They form a good team. They have a shot at the World Series. Then they strip it down and start over. But in part, that's the situation there because nobody comes to the games. Right? Like here, that's what's frustrating here is they get support. That's why I'm demanding more. That's why I want more than just settling for mediocrity. Speaking of mediocrity, the Nats we talked about had a fire sale. They got rid of Matt Adams, Daniel Murphy, Nats are currently 500 and sitting seven and a half games back. They were minus 700 to make the playoffs before the season started. It doesn't look like they're going to do it. Why did they wave the white towel? You know what's interesting about the Nats? I just looked at this on white the uh, flag. Yeah. White something. You know what's interesting? Their um, run differential 
is plus 65 and they're done. The Rockies are minus 12. Yeah, it's an odd situation. I mean, they're 500. They're within striking distance. It's it's odd to me that they waved the white flag. They're six games back of a wild card. It's not not over. It's not, it's not mission impossible. I mean, it would be tough. They get a lot of teams to jump. Yeah. It's not just the six games. But we've seen we've seen bigger jumps. We have, and they they have a talented roster. It's not as though they couldn't get ridiculously hot. Uh, it just seems like a strange time to wave the white flag. All right, let's listen to this. Uh exchange between Baker Mayfield and his coach Hugh Jackson from Hard Knocks last week. And uh, what time do you normally get up in the morning? I was a little bit later this morning. No, no, I know, but no, what time do you normally come over? Depends on when we start. Huh? Try and get in about two hours before. Okay. Do you ever come in with uh, your boy five? He does, he does his own little workouts in the morning. Where's your own little workout in the morning? Apparently, Baker works out with Tigers in uh, his new Underwear endorsement. You guys see that picture of him mm-hmm. leaning on that car yeah. with a tiger next to him? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about people endorsing things before they even take a, an NFL snap? Mm. I, I go two way. I get your money while you can. Yeah, Tiger Woods signed a big Nike deal before he'd ever won a tournament. LeBron James signed a big deal before he ever played in the NBA. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Well, and what's funny about that clip is Hugh Jackson is being drowned out by chance of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So right. who's got more power currently? And uh, Luke Akins is now in the Guinness Book of World Records. He becomes the first human to jump out of a plane at 25,000 feet Saw without this. a parachute. Very he uncomfortable. Why? in a net. Why? That's insane. It took he him let, two minutes I to I saw this. They, they put this huge net out in the middle. Where was this? Somewhere in the desert? Somewhere in the desert, yeah. Huge, huge net. And he jumps out of this airplane with three different dudes, right? And they hit their parachutes, and he keeps going. Mm. And he lands in this net. Did he live? Yeah. But... I keep going back to why. Do you win? Do you win a medal? Daredevils, man. What do you get? What do you win? You get to be on spanning the globe on altitude 950. <laughs> That's what you get. And either of you guys been uh, jumping out of a plane with a parachute? I have. I went skydiving. And uh, it's fun to do once. There's no reason to do it a second time. How Absolutely old are you? No. I've never heard of this. Uh, I was probably 30, 35. My, my daughter just did it for her 18th birthday. It's it's fun. I mean, it's it, it is it is an experience unlike anything else. Hell I was, no. I was third out of a plane, first to the ground. Hell uh, no. I think that's a weight issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but since no, we, then he's been grass fed. We went <laughs> yeah. for my mother in law. It would take you an hour to get down today. We went for my mother in law's birthday. Uh, my wife uh, got sick. She threw up in her mouth, like mm. was holding it all in. I do that every the, morning on the show. The guy tapped Hell her on the shoulder no. and just like let it go, so then it mm. flew all over him. Pretty yeah. disgusting. Like it was a great experience. You should really try it. I wonder yeah. if that's common. <laughs> I had a feeling based on his reaction it was. <laughs> Plus, she landed. It was up on like I don't know, Briggsdale or something on I-76. I landed, and everybody else landed where we were supposed to. She was off on the other side of I-76, like off in a field. They had to send like a Jeep over to go pick him up. They had no idea where she was. It was quite an experience. Yeah. All right, so uh have you guys had animal crackers before? Nabisco's animal crackers? Love them. Apparently on the box, they have animals in cages, and PETA was protesting. They didn't want the animals in cages anymore. So they, the protesters won, and now the animals appear cageless on all the new animal cracker boxes. I, I'm actually shocked that they don't protest the animals themselves being on cookies, and you're eating half a giraffe. That's a good point. They are the old box look actually looked like a train, so it looked like the mm-hmm. trains that they, they would haul being, the animals yeah. from town to town for the circus. And apparently, that is one of the bigger issues in America that we needed to get resolved. And thank God it is. Well, but, I slept well last night. I don't know about you guys. Are you yeah. as a vegan allowed to eat animal crackers? I am. Okay. 
All right, and last one. Phil Mickelson is now on Twitter. Joined the game about 10 years too late, but uh, he's on there now. Oh, that's good to know. So look on, be on the lookout for that. That's it, fellas. Thank you, Marty. Spending the globe with Marty O. When we come back, what did we do wrong? Our morning fact checker. Don't forget, Julie's up next with guest host Ron Zapolo, and they'll visit with Jeff Legwald at 12.30 this afternoon. Leggy on his uh, nice write-up in the paper or on ESPN.com today about Von Miller and the leadership role that Von needs to start playing. It's not enough being a great player. you got to be a great leader. That's coming up next with Julie and Ron Zapolo. you got Altitude 950. NFL season is upon us. The rosters are taking shape. The schedule is set. Now, if we can only figure out the rules. I don't think the refs know what they're doing here. Nobody's going to know what is and is not a legal tackle. It's not working. Why are they doing this? Because it's player safety and they're they're covering their you-know-what. All designed to make the players safer. I don't care if the game is safe. And you know what? The guys who play, I don't think they care. Follow the debate on Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, and right now, they're overstocked and need to clear out the lot. Buy a vehicle from them this weekend, and they will pay off your trade. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a brand-new 2018 Titan, just like I did. I-25 to 104th, online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Stock number DN1691, last date of NJN5, 169.99, MSRP 46,850, sale price 36,850. Dealer retains all rebates, OAC plus tax title license, and includes 599 dealer handling fee offer Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchained now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming underneath. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. 
Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Sun Honda in Thornton and enjoy for home or play. Visit sunent.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hit there. Padres take one out of the park, that Austin Hedges home run, which had the exact same trajectory as the Chris Iannetta shot in the ninth inning. But that one fell about four feet short. The Rockies lose 4-3, game two against the Padres tonight. And I'm with you guys on this. You've got to win the series at home against the Padres. You have to. Now, technically they don't have to. They can lose all three games. But you have to. You understand the difference between yeah. you have to and you don't have to? This team just can't quite get over that hump. They once again got to within a half game of first place. And they were there for two days because they both, both uh, Rockies and the Diamondbacks had Monday off. And then they lose to the Padres. Now they're a game and a half back. How many times have they gotten right there? Mm-hmm. And then they just fall back down the mountain. It's can they get over the hump? Can they finally get there? Well, I'm at the point where I'm more comfortable with the Rockies playing on the road. Think about that for a second. That's silly. Uh, no, you're not. Y- yeah, I am. No, you're not. Okay, they so seem looser on the road. They yes, do I am. seem like a looser baseball team on the road. I am more comfortable with them they playing seem, on the okay, road. They seem to play so tight if, at if home. they get a wild card, you hope they're the second wild card, not the first wild card, and you hope they play on the road. I'm just telling you, I'm more comfortable in the outcome of a game when the Rockies are on the road. That's That's just not true. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't care what the numbers suggest. I don't care that they lost last night at home. I don't care that they won five out of six okay. on the road. What if I said I'm more comfortable with the Rockies playing a good team? That's fine. I, but again, uh, I, I would argue that. So if, if last game of the season, all right, so you're, it, it comes down to it. The Rockies need a win. They're all going to be good teams when they get to the playoffs. Would you rather the Rockies are in Chicago playing the Cubs having to win mm-hmm. or at home playing the Mets? Well, I could apply the same logic to the Denver Nuggets of a season ago. Would you rather have them at home against the Suns or on the road against a tough team? I'd rather have them at home against the Suns. Well, they lost to the Suns. It doesn't doesn't matter what the numbers say. It doesn't matter what's happened now. If you're in that situation, of course you would take the Rockies at home playing the Mets as opposed to in Chicago. Sometimes the the situation changes the way you play. Sometimes the opponent, sometimes sometimes that changes you, that alters your approach to the game. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if it's a psyche thing. I don't know what it is. It's a focus but, thing. But there's a reason that the Rockies have a better record against winning teams than they do losing teams. They have a losing record against losing baseball teams. It's a focus and intensity thing. Why did the Nuggets lose at home to Phoenix and beat Golden State? Focus and intensity. Okay, that's what it is. So that's a that it's it's you got to find a way, and that's on the players. It's on the it's on the coaches. It's on the front office. You got to find a way to have that intensity when. It's you have to manufacture it. We talked about it yesterday. The the Nuggets, those ten games they lost that they shouldn't have lost. If they win five of those, they're a fifty-one win team. That's got to be the difference this year. You have to figure out a way to to manufacture intensity on a Tuesday night in January when Phoenix is in town. That's what you have to do. I just think it's easier said than done. We just talked on this show about why the Rockies struggle in the first inning of games. Their pitchers, they've produced an ERA in the first inning. That's the highest of any postseason team, would-be postseason team, 
in 35 years. Why? Easier said than done on how do you fix it. I don't know how you fix stuff like that. How do you fix early game intensity? I don't know, but you have to try different things. So that, to me, is the question Did for Did you Bud hear Black. Jason Hirsch? If you missed that interview, Jason Hirsch is talking about pitching backwards, talking about how some teams start the game with their closer. Mm-hmm. It, you got to try something, right? But to me, the the answer the Rockies are using is it's an aberration. It's baseball. These things all even out over the course of time. Okay, maybe, but... I think it's gone on long enough, and I think it's turned into a big enough problem that at some point you have to try some new things, and they're at that point. So whether that's a different warm-up routine, whether it's different in terms of your scouting report, and you got to come out and mix things up that the other guys know what you're going to be doing, I don't know, but you have to try something. John Gray's on the hill tonight. John Gray scuffles early in the game. If the Rockies are down one nothing early in the game, I'm at that point where I'm used to it now. I wouldn't expect anything different. I'm used to them trailing early in the game. Yeah, but just because you're used to it doesn't mean you have to accept it. I, asked, I, I, uh, I think there's too much of just a well. It's just the, that's just the way it is. Well, I don't. That's not a good answer to me. Interesting talking to Jason Hirsch when we brought up that bunt last night by DJ Lemayhew. Uh, Hirsch hates bunting altogether. Let him hit away. If the same situation presented itself tonight, I think they handle it the exact same way. I think you give Trevor Story and Carlos Gonzalez a chance to bring a run across. They weren't able to do that. Would you do it the same way tonight? If the I would. exact same scenario unfolded? I would, because I wasn't critical of Bud Black last night for the decision he made. I thought he made the right decision. Any criticism I would have of Bud Black was the fact that he's inconsistent. A week ago, he didn't sacrifice with Trevor Story and try and move a runner to third with one out. He let him swing away, and Trevor struck out. Last night, it was all playing the odds and moving runners along. Well, why? you 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 got to be consistent. That's the issue I have. If, if you're playing the numbers and you, you go down, you, you, you play it consistently, eventually the numbers come out your way, right? If you're in a casino... And you're all, you can't stand on 16 one time and hit on 16 the other. You have to play it the same way. Otherwise the numbers don't matter. Well, and you're the the guy at the table that no one likes. Exactly. Your your theory, you're not playing consistently. But I'll go back to what I said, Vic. He picked Trevor Story and Carlos Gonzalez over DJ LeMayhew and Nolan Arenado. I, uh, I disagree with that decision, although I see his side of the Mm -hmm. thinking. God, you just can't help but think of it though with the bases juiced. All you need is just contact. Just give me contact, right? Well, the, the way- last thing you need is flailing on three. Just give, put the bat on the ball. But the he, way he didn't let DJ or Nolan bat after what Para and Blackman did. The way Trevor Story runs, though, bases loaded, even a ground ball mm-hmm. probably scores a run. He, he he's much less likely to ground into a double play than DJ would have would have been. I think it was the smart play. Mm-hmm. I I really do. I Trevor just, Story does I see both sides of it. Does lead the team in strikeouts. Yeah. So if there's one guy that's going to strike out in that situation, it is Trevor Story. He's got and, 131 of them on the season. Second to Ian, or he's first. Ian Desmond is second at 121, and then it drops off big time. Twice in a week, Bud Black has decided to have Trevor Story swing away in that kind of a situation, and both times he struck out. Let's bring in Marty. Tell us what we did wrong, please. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. 
All right, right off the bat, we had Vic make a mistake at 7.01. Let's hear it. Judging from the the flight of that baseball and the intensity in Drew's voice, I thought it was a tie game after that shot by Chris Iannetta. Not to be, because it falls into the glove of the center fielder and... It was the left fielder. Was it? Well, it's a left field, yeah. Oh, was it? He said it was the same as the Austin Hedges home run, which just cleared the fence in left field. Was that left center? No, it was left field. Was it in the gap a little bit? Left field. I don't know. The camera view, man. I couldn't tell. Wow. I'm glad I got you right off the bat. James, you made a false claim that many of the texters called you out on. Let's, uh, let's listen to that. It's a, it's a Don Henley song. It's just the way it is. Is it Bruce Hornsby? It is Bruce Hornsby covered by the great Don Henley. What's the song? The way it is. The way it is. Wait, so that's, that is the technicality we're going with. Don Henley did actually do the song, but we're claiming it was a cover of the Bruce Hornsby song. Right. Okay. I mean, Bruce Hornsby was the original singer. But what if you do the cover okay. better than the original? Well, if James I, I has a hot take, it. then I take it. Okay. It's James's hot take. It's fine. Right? All right, next we have Will improving on something. He doesn't settle for mediocrity. He's constantly improving. Let's hear that improvement. So here's what happens on Thanksgiving. You hear that one? Yeah. He nailed it. Wow. It's getting much, much better. We have changed your diction. We it has changed your enunciation skills. You guys have changed my life. Yeah. It has yeah. much improved upon <laughs> this montage I put together. Let's listen to it. Uh Thanks, Moj. Thanks, Kyle, for texting the show. Thanks, and thanks for your time on the Vic Lombardi Show. Thank you. Thank uh, you so no, much for your time this. this morning. We appreciate please it. Please Thank goodness. Excuse me. Thanks. Keep them coming. Yeah, oh. The text was, thanks a lot, HW. Doesn't oh. look like you've ever shot a basketball in your life. Shut this thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> I couldn't give you too much credit. I had to bring you down a little bit. You've learned something. At the same time, you haven't learned enough. Yeah. Marty likes to dig into the archives. I sure do. All right, that's it, fellas. According to uh, the text line, cameraman made it look like Chris tied the game. Blame the cameraman. What the cameraman do? Well, we're blaming camera people now? What the cameraman do? He went way out. What do you mean way out? Like it looked like the ball was going to land 15 rows up. Big deal. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go wide. I'm not blaming the cameraman. I'm just telling you what the texture's getting at. I like to blame people for, I guess that's the way it works in golf. When you hit a bad shot in golf, there's always somebody else to blame. Never yourself. Who's your boy who got all mad? He goes, you guys got his change rattling. You know, like the punchable face guy who kicked the camera guy out because the guy's change was rattling. Patrick Reed. There you go. That guy. Don't be that guy. We literally talked about this two yeah. weeks ago, and you're looking at me like I just came from Mars. I didn't know you were talking about golf. Sorry. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Fired up finale. What is it, Jesse? This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. What people want. It needs to be delivered to them. Most people in this town, based on the pulse that I get, don't want to talk about who the Broncos are going to draft in March. They don't. They don't want to have a former fantasy football winner tell them about three technique in May. They don't. They don't. But if that's all you give them, you know, what what else are they going to consume if that's all you get them? There's a lot of towns in Texas where the the top-selling restaurant in town is Whataburger. That ain't because Whataburger makes a great freaking burger. It's because it's the only freaking option in town. By the way, I'm not very fond of Whataburger. Nor am I. And those square patties. Nor am I. But if you drive through Texas, every little small town either has mm-hmm. a Dairy Queen or a Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Every one of them does. Wada, not Whataburger. Wada. 
whatever. Whataburger. Point was still 100% on the mark. Thanks for joining the show today. Appreciate you tuning in. Up next, Julie joined by Ron Zapolo. Visit with uh, Jeff Legwald at 1230. Leggy uh, on the uh, Broncos beat. Nice article today. Uh, Homework assignment. Read his uh, write-up on Von Miller if you could. We'll see you tomorrow. Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. This training camp update is brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Broncos read it again yesterday, and after practice, head coach Vance Joseph was asked if he feels comfortable with Chad Kelly as his backup quarterback. So far, he's doing a great job. You know, I can't say what more he can do. Obviously, we've got two more games, so continue to play well. You know, and things do change in this league, but right now, he's our backup quarterback, and he's done a fine job for us. He's been really competitive. He's played fast. He's played with confidence. And he's moved the ball, you know. So what? What more can you ask from a player? Our thoughts is always you earn your job on the field, and he's he's doing that. So kudos to Chad. This Broncos 2018 preseason update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda Power Equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Yeah, baby! A lot of football! Live from Train Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit! And the Hastings and Brahman Show starts now. Hastings and Brownman, otherwise known as Scott and Julian, today known as Ron Zapolo and Julie Brownman. Scott Hastings coming back tomorrow. I did, Ron, get a text from Scott. And what did he say? He wanted to know how things were going. And I said, everything's great. Ron's great. And I said, how's your vacation? And I got back. I'm really, 